Hey guys, it's me, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson here, just to give you a quick apology up front. The first 16 minutes of this, um, something was going on with my audio. I tried to get cute. I tried to do a new setup where I could do new shit. And it didn't work. I kept popping. I sounded like shit. And I sound a lot better after 16 minutes. But I will say this. The music is perfect. So please enjoy. And uh, I'll do better next time. That's the best thing I can do. Bye. This week we got to hand it to Bruce Campbell as we discuss the 1987 cult classic, Evil Dead 2. Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me this week, as always, is the Jake to my Bobby Joe. Tim Yobo, how are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. What's up? <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help it. Damn. I scared you for a second, didn't I, Eddie? Are you all right, buddy? <laughs> I got the hiccups at the beginning of the show now. Holy You're all shit. fucked. Oh, no. <laughs> Ah, and of course, Tim, we are not alone on this journey. We are joined by our now third chair, Candace. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How's everybody else doing? I got a cold, so please forgive my scratchy throat noise and nasally voice. Well, I actually, I have a bone to pick with Eddie, because I think I said that the show needs more soundboard and not some broad, and I think he misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> probably See, there we were, go. <laughs> probably because you were drunk when you typed it to him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just came out as a gobbledygook. Yeah. So, guys, we're at the beginning of Ah Guts. It's a whole month of over-the-top practical effects and splatter going on. Uh, another one of my fun portmanteaus. And, Candace, this is your first choice for a movie on the show, really. You first joined us to uh, to watch Seed. <laughs> Which was your choice. You actually paid money to join the Patreon so you could get that pick on, too. That's incredible. Now that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So, Candace, why did you pick Evil Dead 2? Well, I was trying to think of what the spirit of all guts would be. And it would be movies that really celebrated gore and body limbs flying everywhere and intestines being pulled out of bodies and the first thing that popped into my mind was Evil Dead 2. Like, that is one of the top gore movies. As, as far as, like, like fountains of blood spraying into people's mm -hmm. faces. Yeah. Spraying all over the place. And plus, it's a great fucking movie. It's also a very good movie. What's your uh, history with it? This is one of those movies I bought from a bargain bin at Walmart. Like, the DVD for $5. And I just... By the grace of the cover alone, I had no history with Evil Dead. I didn't really know who Sam Raimi was. Wow. And I bought it. And I think I was like 12 or 13. I was really young. And I bought it and I brought it home and watched it. And I was like, this movie is fucking awesome. And I made everybody come inside the room and I restarted it. So they had to watch it too. <laughs> and they loved it. 
So whenever we were bored or snowed in and we didn't know what to watch, there was nothing on TV, they'd be like, Breakout Evil Dead 2, we're going to watch that again. That's a good one. And in that DVD cover sold you on it. It was the was it the uh just the skull with the eyes looking at yeah. you? Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. I had a huge like cinematic sized poster of that up in my bed. Hmm. So yeah, how about you, Tim? Explains a lot that's, about Candace. Yeah, that's how you get the guys <laughs> rubbed up. They walk into your room and that's the first thing they see. Next to my Pull out from Fangoria magazine of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> she's either going to be easy or she's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, either way, uh, you know, something's going down here. So, Tim, yes. what about you, buddy? What's your history uh, with Evil Dead I love too? this movie. I've seen it countless times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did put out a tweet earlier that I didn't think was going to be so controversial, but I think the original <laughs> one is better of the okay. two. But that doesn't mean that this movie is bad in any way, but I prefer the original one. I think that was more a little bit more scary, uh, a little bit less comedy on it, and a little bit more tree rape, which can't go wrong with that in a movie, right? Yeah, sure got you hard as wood. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember I had the DVD cover where it was a fucking cover of the Necromonican that had the battery in it, so mm. you'd fucking press it, and the fucking, uh, I think the eyes would light up All or right. some shit like that. Oh, that's nice. All right, Tim. I wish I still had that. What was the, what was the cover? The cover of the Necromonicon. Necromonica? <laughs> Necromonicon. I think I dated a goth chick who went by Necromonica. Uh. That's pretty good. <laughs> Isn't that a Danzig movie? <laughs> oh, God, Verotica. Yeah, that's a great one. Everybody go out and watch Verotica. So, um, yeah, similar kind of history with me. I saw it at the video rental place. I was like, ah, there's a skeleton. He's doing something. So I uh, rented it, took it home, watched it. I'm like, yeah, this is ridiculous and amazing. So I immediately called my friend and said, you, you have to come over, man. You have to watch this shit. Because it hit me like right at young teen kind of timing. Mm-hmm. And it was just so perfect, you know. Because like you said, though, Tim, I, I will give you this. The first one is a lot more of a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, does yeah. have a lot more tree rape. That is very true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that uh, I actually watched the first one years after, you know, just devouring the second one. And I was like, sure, why not watch the first one? Just kind of complete it. And I watched it in my dad's cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere. So it oh scared boy, the dude. shit out of me. I think I was like 16 or 17 at the time. And I'm alone in the dark with my little TV and my DVD player. And when the camera starts like moving through the woods, it just it it's really genuinely scary. Yeah, Candace was out there looking for the biggest tree she could find. I was going to say, after that movie, she opened up the windows, unlocked the door, went out for a walk. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just trancing through the woods. Tra-la-la-la-la. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'll just lay down uh, legs akimbo here next to this old mahogany. Let's see what I'm happens. I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... Little bit of the so both of you saw this movie first, and then all right. So uh, Eddie, how yeah. long was it before you saw Evil Dead One? After you saw Part Two, it, first? It, it wasn't long. It was maybe less than a year, and, and then until I saw Part One, yeah. And so I think it was like recent enough that I was like, "This is the same movie, basically." Um, but like it you is. said, a little more horror, and there's a good reason for that, actually. 
which we can. Uh, well, it is a weird thing to be considered like part two because it's almost a remake, right? It, it is more of a. It's not a sequel they really at just, all. Yeah, they really just remade the first one. And Eddie, yeah. you sound a little. You sound really low to me. Really low, as in yeah. Now you do me? sound a little not bit loud low. enough. That's right. Okay, hold on. Check, check. Crank it. Is any better? Hello, hello, hello. That's better. Yeah. Sounds better. Yeah. I can go. I can go even louder if needed. Hello. There we go. That Perfect. Okay. Right there. Yes. Check, check. Oh, perfect. Right. Wow. Okay. I'll dial it down just a little. I seem like I was. If you could just hot. mute yourself, uh, yeah. that'd probably be even better. <laughs> <laughs> I can do better than that, actually. You know. Oh no, no! 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 <laughs> I actually have a new piece of equipment in here that I can, uh, in real time, what I can do is uh, I can go ahead and just multiply. 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 <laughs> God. Wow, it's trippy. Yeah, we're not going to do that, though. So, <laughs> a little bit of the background of this one. Uh, of course, Evil Dead 1 came out before this, and Evil Dead 2, even though it's called Evil Dead 2 isn't really technically a sequel. It's kind of a sequel and a remake. Yeah, basically what happened with this one is uh, Evil Dead 1 was made. Sam Raimi wanted to make the sequel to it, which was going to be Army of Darkness, but the studio didn't want to give him the money. So he uh, took his bags and, and left. He came back to them, though, and said, well, hey, guys, can I at least have the footage from Evil Dead 1 so I can kind of cut it together as a, a little bit of a explanatory part uh, for the, the next film that I'm making, you know, for Army mm -hmm. of Darkness, because it was missing, due to budget constraints, the whole ending of the movie, effectively, where, uh, spoiler alert, he gets transported to uh, medieval times. No, not the theme restaurant. Too bad. That would have been much better for him. Speaking of uh, being transported to medieval times... I watched Army of Darkness on Sci-Fi Channel randomly when I was very young, and oh. I didn't realize that it was the third movie of the Evil Dead movies. I didn't know they were, like, related to each other. But you'd already so, seen part two? I'd already seen part two, so when I started Army of Darkness, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, did they just... Like, rip off Evil Dead 2? What the hell is this? Yeah, with the same actor, with the same shotgun, yeah, and the chainsaw in the same hand. My little mind was blown. <laughs> I didn't crazy. find out until, like, I went to school the next day, and I said that, and my friends were like, yeah, that's because it's the third movie. I was like, well, shit, I didn't know. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, wonderful. One, one of my favorites, actually. It's just because it, I think it actually kind of strikes the comedy a little, it's a little better written comedically than this, maybe. Because yeah. uh, it's plus going have, harder for the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Plus they have more of a budget, definitely. Oh, to much work more. With. Yeah, so, so fuck you, Mike at Grindbin, because he doesn't like Army of Darkness. He says it's a bad movie. Well, he's wrong. It's he okay is. to be wrong, too, Mike. Yeah, just, right. just no, so there's not. certain levels of wrong, and that's just wrong. <laughs> True. That is pretty wrong. So... Yeah, uh, they basically just reshot the the entire movie of uh, Evil Dead 1, minus, of course, the tree rape and everything, condensed down to about five minutes, and that was the first five minutes of Evil Dead 2. So it picks up from there, and... I read an interview with Sam Raimi talking about the tree rape scene, and he said he regrets doing it because he was young and wanted to be real edgy at the time, you know, trying to push limits. Yeah, that but was in edgy. retrospect... In, in retrospect, he was like, I shouldn't have done that. That was too far. 
Well, I know he was trying to put it in Spider-Man 3, but thank God he decided to cut it out the last What, part. the tree rape? Yeah. Yeah. This was going to yeah. happen to uh, Peter Parker. He's going down the street, bebopping all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Some tree limbs just come out. He goes by Central Park. The trees attack him. Yeah. He accidentally walks by a wooded area. And, uh... <laughs> a treat area. Yeah, treat a treat area. area. Yeah, it gets raped by Groot's father. <laughs> oh, That's where baby Groot came from. Spider-Man's butthole. Oh, Little known it's fact. It's canon. <laughs> oh, so that means Baby Groot's part symbiote, maybe. Interesting. So yeah, as we alluded to, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was also going to add. Uh, um, if you are also interested in, well, just the life of Bruce Campbell, but the making of this movie, you should read "If Chins Could Kill: Confessions of a B Movie Actor," the autobiography of um, Bruce Campbell. So it uh, it goes a lot into the making of this film. So I have some notes I will say as we go along. Well, he has had some kind of a career, right? I mean, he's been in a few things. Yeah, people might yeah, know who he is. A little bit. I mean, he's been on the show before, so you know. What? Tim's Tim's uh, stretching his mind to remember what episode. <laughs> I, Bruce I was just going was through. On. I was like, wait a second, no. Maybe I've got I get, I get drunk towards yep. the end. Oh, that's right. Yes. And also. Also, if you watch the last drive-in episode of Maniac Cop, it has Bruce Campbell on it, and he also goes more into the making of Evil Dead. Oh. Well, it is kind of the character that made him, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, dying out I... on that character for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. So, as I'd previously mentioned, written and directed by Sam Raimi, co-written by Scott Spiegel. Uh, Sam Raimi, if you're not aware of who he is, he's, of course, another heavy hitter with uh, Darkman, the Evil Dead series, later on Drag Me to Hell, and Spider-Man's 1, 2, and 3. Uh, so, oh, also... He's also, he's also going to be doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Cool. Oh, That's shit. one of those Marvel movies, yep. right? Yes, it yeah. is. But it's being directed by Sam Raimi. Come on. And look, if you're going to pick, I know, Eddie, you might not know, but Doctor Strange, and I'm not a Doctor Strange fan at all, but uh, you couldn't find a better fucking director for a Doctor Strange movie. Than it's Sam very Raimi, true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> so wait a second. Were you, was that with your erection going down because we were talking? Uh, no, that's anytime I, I, I think about Marvel movies, I don't know. Okay, you're not, one of those people. Good. You're one of those people that are like, Ugh, I don't like Marvel movies. There's nothing of quality there. Who just can't, you know, relax and have a good time. And we're back. Sorry about the poor audio quality before, folks. Hopefully, it's not as bad now. I switched back. You know, there's going to gonna be one equipment. person out there who's really going to drive crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. Is it just the is it the audio quality or the music that bothers yeah, it's them? When, it it's when the music up. isn't right. I think is oh, the problem. Okay. So, of course, starring Bruce Campbell is Ash Williams, Ash Ashley, whatever. Uh, and if you don't know him, well, like we said, this made his career. Uh, he's one of our bloody buddies, of course. He was in Maniac Cop, as you guys both uh, called out earlier. And I did. he went on to yeah. Be... I was gonna say, I just remembered, but yeah, he's in that movie. And he went on to do all sorts of things in the world of horror. I mean, too much to to number. One of them personal and close to my heart, though, is Bubba Hotep, which we must Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that fucking movie. That's a great movie. Just the 
fucking description of that movie is just incredible. Fuck you, you wrinkled bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Such a great concept. Like, on paper, just trying to describe that to somebody, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We also have... I think that's got to be the easiest pitch meeting you ever could have. That's up there with James Cameron going into the producer's office and writing Alien... And then putting the S with a dollar sign on it. And they go, you got all the money you need. Give me Elvis Presley's not dead. He's living in an old age home with Ozzie Davis, who's actually JFK Jr., who somehow or no, another ends up being... Oh, not that's right. Junior. That's right. I got, I got all my Q mixed up. How do you oh, yeah. not greenlight that Jesus. fucking movie right there? But Kennedy was white. They dyed me this color. So nobody would believe me. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> That's a great movie. So fun too, and the whole the whole concept of it being a mummy that's like a bitch ass mummy. So he's just stealing life from people who are near death because he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> Such a great concept. Yeah. He's never gonna get fully juiced up like that, right? <laughs> he no. puts he puts hieroglyphics of like in the bathroom on the bathroom wall. He puts hieroglyphics of Cleopatra does the nasty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good one, man. So, other than him, though, not a lot of big star power in this movie. So, you've got Sarah Barry, who plays Annie, whose only other credit was Chud to Bud the Chud. Oh, that's a classic. Okay. Classic, yep. Dan Hick playing Jake, who was also in Maniac Cop, had a bit part after that in Wishmaster. Yeah, as Eddie, he's really officer. chopping up now. There you go. All right, so let's get back to that then. All right, take two, take two. Actually, take four, probably. So after that, we've got Dan Hicks as Jake, who was also in Maniac Cop, had a bit part in Wishmaster as a customs officer. He was also in uh, 2001 Maniacs as additional maniac. So he was the 2002nd Maniac? I was going to say, it must have been 2001, right? (laughs) Or it could have been an understudy. So maybe, did they have 4,002 maniacs on that set? Oh, that's that's a good point. Just in case, man, there was a massive accident and they they were down 2,000 maniacs. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can't just have a one maniac. That's maniac, and that's already been made. it's a regular movie. Yeah. (laughs) Has anybody seen 2001 maniacs, by the way? No. (sighs) Wait, is that the one with uh, Robert Englund in it, where they're down south? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, wait. Is that the one that M. Night Shyamalan saw and went, I can make a movie about that, but I'm just going to call it The Village? Uh, you know, I've never seen it, so I was just wondering if anybody, period, has seen the movie. Oh, I've seen the movie, and the end, the twist is that, uh, well, all right, I don't want to spoil the movie. Yeah, don't spoil 2001 Maniacs, and everybody's <laughs> chomping at the bit to watch it. Yeah, if only we could find a place to, to watch it. Uh, I'm surprised it isn't on the blood bank. Uh, yeah... I don't know, man. I, I remember <laughs> seeing the DVD cover for it, and I was like, it does, you know, it doesn't look bad enough to be good or good enough to be good. That's true. Yeah. It's so, good uh, enough that we've all talked about it, even though you haven't seen it, right? Yeah, well, I guess yeah, so. It's weird that we all remember the title, 2001 Maniacs, and we remember that Robert England and Lynn Shea were in it, but we haven't seen it. Yeah. I think it's, it's because, as like horror fans, anytime you see Robert England is in something, you make a oh, note yeah. of it, but you don't necessarily watch it. That's a good call. Yeah, unless it's for, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's it. Yeah. Or V. Very true. He was good in V. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I like him. He's a fun actor to have in your stuff. So after that, we've got Cassie DePava as Bobby Joe. And would you My guys be su- character. <laughs> a bit. Would you guys be surprised to know that she is uh, a massive star on the soap opera circuit? Yes, I would I'm be surprised. I'm betting it's CBS. I'm betting it's Young and the Restless. Tim, you think only that? Just Young and the Restless? Well, oh, wow. So she's been popping all over the place, huh? Tim, she has been in six seasons of Days of Our Lives. Ma'am. Uh, yep. That's ABC soap opera, right? A season of... Who was huh? she in Days of Our Lives? My sisters used to watch that all the time. Ava Donovan, Eve Larson, and Eve DeVroe. She played three different people? Yeah, this is a soap opera. Yeah, but still, that, that I can see one time she's the evil twin, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you come up with that third character where it's just like, oh, well, last week she was this one, now she's this lady. Well, Tim, she was in six seasons, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that's changed is her last name. So she got married. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, she was also in, it looks like, A Season of One Life to Live, General oh. Hospital. Damn. Guiding Light. Holy shit. She was in shit. 62 episodes of Guiding Light. God damn. So she. It's like a religious a, soap opera, right? She was like steadily employed. Oh, yeah, still steadily employed, man. I mean, the last one she was in was in 2020, so. Damn. Was she ever on Passions? The best soap opera ever? The best. <laughs> <laughs> no. She was on an episode of Baywatch, though. Hmm. <laughs> These exactly. are the passions of our lives. <laughs> and you have Denise Bixler as Linda. She literally just did this. Lou Hancock, uh, who was Henrietta. Uh, then, Ted Raimi, wait, who wait, played wait. the I possessed was, Henrietta. I was about to say, Ted Raimi was Henrietta, but you meant the, the alive Henrietta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living Henrietta for the one scene of her, like, in a car for a second. Yeah. <laughs> or and, singing, singing Hush Little Baby. Oh, yeah, that's true, from the, from the cellar. Yeah. And Tim. Richard Dormier as Ed. Richard Dormier started his career as a host on QVC, <laughs> right? So just pawning bad jewelry to retired women. There was QVC before this fucking movie came out? Holy oh, shit. yeah. QVC was from way back in the day, sir. Uh, then he was a linebacker in Teen Wolf. He was a cameraman in Die Hard 2 and this. That's basically it. I thought you could tell yeah. me he went from uh, QVC to actually being a linebacker in football and then into a movie career. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's a. You know what? There's less angry people uh, trying to tackle me in football than are calling and trying to get a refund on this diamondetta that we fucking told After them you couldn't that tell guy the difference. Doing the demonstration of that fucking three part ladder and almost decapitating himself. Holy like, shit! You know what? Yeah, there's got to be something better I can do. Oh, I love that video. Or the guy that fucking cuts himself with that piece of oh, shit yeah, sword. That's right. Oh yep. man. Oh. <laughs> Those are the best, man. Infomercial fails. So that's about all I have as far as uh, a little bit of the background. I mean, there's like a documentary on this movie if you want to watch it. There's so much that people have talked about. And it, yeah, it's, it's kind of a big ridiculous. deal with the horror movie fans. So. It's a capital C cult horror movie. Absolutely. So I think with that, unless anybody else has something, Candace, that they want to interject, 
I know you read uh, the no. book. You read the book. Come on. I read I read the book, but I'm going to interject as it becomes appropriate while we're talking about the movie. Sounds good okay. to me. So then we start with a great, almost like an homage to like Outer Limits and Twilight Zone with the swirl at the beginning and uh, the little random objects kind of flying around in front of the swirl. And we get a little montage that's telling us all about the Necromonica, as Tim calls it. (laughs) (laughs) Necromonica. (laughs) Which is apparently the Book of the Dead that was written. Let me just just, uh, interject here. It's not Necronomicon. It's Necronomicon. Yes. Necromonicon. Oh, so that's a convention where everybody goes like every uh, thousand years (laughs) and meets up? Probably. (laughs) Tim cannot cannot get the second N on that one. And I had that book. I was one of the stupid idiots who went to the bookstore in Barnes and Noble and bought that book and go, oh shit, you, maybe it's real. Did you think it was? Yeah, I was about to say, did you think it was real? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just like, somebody's really fucking slick with that fucking marketing, though. Yeah, no kidding, man. So we had a little bit of background of it that there was like a river of blood and monsters, and the, or the oceans ran red. So they used the blood from the oceans to pen the book, and it was bound in human flesh. All the cool stuff about. The Necromonicon, as Tim would call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we open on Ash, our hero, driving through a tunnel. Looking driving over. Fantastic. Looking stellar. Looking so yeah, good. He looks much better in this one than he did in the original one. In the well, original he, uh, one, he had that really goof look to him almost all the time. Well, in the book, he said that he like would work out constantly, lifting weights in between shooting because he was wanting to make himself look like a hero of man. So he's trying to make so himself working more out buff. with his fucking chin. Jesus, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it even has pictures of him like underneath, you know, lifting weights, doing like chest presses and stuff because he was trying to get chin-ups. cut. For the he movie. can actually do chin ups without any hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's looking fabulous in here. And not only that, though, this he is a true Renaissance man. So they drive over a really cool model of a bridge and cut to him just rocking it on the piano, right? And his lady dancing, in quotes. Like I have written down, he plays the piano and she does ballet dance? She just kind of Maybe spins in a circle. Knows. That's ballet. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all ballet is? <laughs> Fuck, my one-year-old's been doing that lately. <laughs> She gets real dizzy and falls over. It's a good time for everybody. So Ash moves in for some sex, uh, but she's not into it immediately. But he's like, all right, well, why don't we uh, loosen you up and go get a little bit of champagne? Yeah. (laughs) He's got a a plier with a little bit of the bubbly. Well, he's also got to give her jewelry, too, you know. That's true. Trade jewelry for sex. There's a champagne up there. Who fucking stocked that fucking bar? That's what I put that in my notes. I was like, how... It's warm champagne for one thing, unless they had a it's cooler. It's champagne from hell. It's made from the oh. blood of the oceans. Because it's just sitting out on its own. Mm, that's a very good point. And by the way, this is just a cabin that they stumbled upon. Yeah, they, she was like, are you sure it's deserted? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. but they don't make a connection like, uh, this is my uncle's cabin. Or no. this is a friend's, friend's parent's cabin. He said Wait, I could use Ash it. Wait, is Ash a secret romantic and like he set this whole thing up? Where he like knew oh, the cabin was up there. there. He went go. up. They lit all the candles. He got the mm-hmm. book, the tape recorder there. <laughs> yeah, he got the book and the tape recorder there, Tim. <laughs> he killed an old broad and threw her in the <laughs> in the cellar. 
Well, you know, he's an old-fashioned romantic. He'll he kill made... just to get a place with his girl for the weekend. Yeah, he made sure that the rape tree was satisfied the day before so it wouldn't bother <laughs> it <was> her. Sated. <laughs> That's what you got the lady down in the basement for. Oh, God. Oh, just drag her out when you need her. Oh, she does look pregnant by the end of this. It is it's the rooting cellar, right? It's the root oh, cellar. <laughs> Which, again, cellar. rooting is a Australian slang, too, for fucking. So, yep. uh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, do it in there, because we're, we're popular overseas. Yeah, actually, we did, we did really well in uh, New Zealand, Australia, and Canada, of all places. All the, I bet you those are all the countries with the, like, the highest vaccination rates, too, right? Yeah. Highest vaccination rates, hardest dicks, biggest tits, and uh, best senses of humor. Clearly. Of best taste. And greatest mm-hmm. accents outside of New York, Queens. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a dreamy yeah. accent right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every little girl, Candace, you probably remembered when you were yeah. little. You were really into, uh, what's his name, the dude, uh, Schneider? What? Tom Schneider? No, what was he on? Uh, fucking Schneider, the, 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 what was he, a plumber, or? Oh, from uh, One Day from at a Time? One the, Day uh, at a Time. The almost rapist? Who, yeah. Who knows what he was doing in those apartments when the yeah. girls were out? Yeah, you were a big fan of Schneider about. from One Day at a Time. You, oh my God, see Candace, come on. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, I vaguely remember. uh, Mackenzie Phillips, Valerie Bertinelli. Yes, yep, Valerie Bertinelli. Single mom who refused to wear a bra, so every week her nipples were poking through that shirt. Could have been a thin bra. No, no. As in, I remember, I remember many things Tim's about like, the actress no. Bonnie Franklin. <laughs> she like made it a point where she would like be on entertainment saying she's like, I refuse. I'll never wear a bra. Oh, okay. So it was like Good her shtick. Yeah. Her shtick. But yeah, the super, the uh, the one of the plots on this uh, sitcom, Candace, was the super, whose name was Snyder, who wore a denim vest. <laughs> with a white t-shirt underneath it and he had a pack of cigarettes rolled up in one of the sleeves of his shirt and he also had the key to her apartment and no matter how many times the mother of these two teenage girls would ask him to stop using the key and just coming in whenever he wanted to he would just do it yeah that sounds yeah. pretty problematic he's a real tim yobo type so <laughs> after like the sixth seventh time i just learned just come in when they're not here yeah Exactly. Wait till they leave. That's how you avoid. That's how you avoid the awkwardness. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's loosening her up with the champagne and, like you said, the necklace, which is interesting. It's like a little magnifying glass or something. He gave her a monocle. Cool. A monocle. Yeah. She got something wrong with one of her eyes. With just one know. eye. Yeah. At least it's not something like, oh, it's two hearts twined together. At least it's something original. Do that's people true. still use monocles? Those are fucking cool, right? They are cool. No, I don't think no, people still not. use them. Oh, no, come on. Cool. That'd be kind of cool. You got, you, somebody pulls out a fucking little monocle, puts it in their eye, and reads to something. It's better than the glasses, because with the, with the glasses, you can, like, put them on, you know, like you're really going to get serious about something, or you can, like, take them off and wipe your forehead like you're tired. But one thing you can't do is get shocked and have your glasses fly off of your face. <laughs> Which, the monocle, That's why you 100%. put the monocle on a chain. Yep, yep. <laughs> you keep it next to your pocket watch. See, they're practical. That's all I'm saying. Stylish and practical. 
For real, I think it's real. I, I, I want to see a lot of rap artists start to really come out with like fucking like diamond encrusted monocles. Or, so like when they put it in, like, they really hurt their eyes too. Yeah, yeah they, oh, they God, cut yeah. their eyelids. <laughs> They're just scabs all over their eye sockets. No, Tim, you want to know what the baller move is? Two monocles. <laughs> and then if you get lazy, you can go to a place and spend like a couple thousand dollars and have them put like a gold bar. So the both of them are connected, so you don't drop one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Patent that idea right now. Yep, hold on. I'm typing it up right now. Oh, shit. Two Turns out it's been... collected together. <laughs> Turns out it's already been copywritten. God damn it. Maybe next time, Tim. So, yeah. Uh, sadly, he doesn't get any sex, though. Even with the uh, the monocle and the champagne, because she's too busy finding a tape recorder, and they they're like, let's just go ahead and play it. Figure out, you know, maybe like she was tired of his piano music. I don't know. I'm like, don't don't fidget. It's not your shit. Don't fuck with it. Well, how did he not notice? Because the it's right like pressing up against the champagne bottle. When yeah. he put the champagne bottle there to begin with, how did he not notice it there? <laughs> You know what would be a really great turn in this movie is if she hits play on that tape and it's just him playing the piano because when he went there to set everything up, he saw the tape recorder. He's like, hey, let me make a recording of me playing a song for our anniversary. So I heard a terrible story. um, Oh, here we go. That David Spade, right, when he used to invite women over to try to hit on them, he had his TiVo set up with a recording of his HBO special. So he would come in, and without turning the TV on, he'd hit play on the TiVo, and then he'd be like, hey, let's sit down and watch something. Turn the TV on, and be like, ah, geez, they're just playing my HBO special again. I'm so tired of this. (laughs) Uh, Look, you got to hand it to him, because he's not going to get to third base or a home run just on his looks or his real personality. So that little extra help. Well, what's great is that during that interview, they, they they had some questions from the audience. And one of them was like, you know, he's been with some very attractive women. And so the guy asked him what his secret was. And he says, oh, just get on Saturday Night Live. It's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that tends to help. So, yeah, I mean, I think you might be right. You might be onto something here because he put the champagne next to the tape recorder. He must have known what was on the tape recorder, and there was an evil dead one. He's been here before. Mm-hmm. That's true. Or at least that fucking book is going to make you open up the cover, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that book, like, it sells itself. It's a real page turner. Literally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she starts playing with the damn tape recorder, and all of a sudden we hear... Professor Raymond and his family, they went to some abandoned castle and found the Necromonicon. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it Which that. has been missing since the 1300s. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, he brought the book to the cabin, translated it, and recorded himself reciting it. Um, yeah, why would you do that? Why would you make a recording of you reading the spells out of a fucking book? I, I suppose if you're like... I don't know. Maybe you want to like have people listen to it and, and like it, be like, "Look, I translated it, and I, here's the proof." It could be that, and it could be uh, he could send it off to people and be like, "Hey, listen to this." And uh, could, yeah. it kind of it makes it just easier like, to write it down because I think he says at one point that he's going to pronounce it phonically 
or something like yeah. that, right? Phonetically. So yeah. just phonetically. So just write it down and just send it off to your colleagues instead of doing a fucking recording of it. Maybe he was trying to get a deal with Audible. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't take his own notes because doctors, they will record their notes from patients. They will, you know, make a voice recording of it and then the transcriptionist uh, okay, will take see. those and then make notes for it. There you go. All right, good point there, Candace. That's what medical transcriptionists do, in case you ever wondered. Hey, Tim. I never did, but now I know. Did I tell you I took the last uh, half hour of the uh, Nightmare Sisters episode, I took your audio file, and I ran it through a computer to uh, <laughs> to automatically generate, Subtitle? A, <laughs> automatically generate a transcript. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh. It, the, the machine blew up, actually. I got in trouble. <laughs> Machine what killed Patreon itself. Levels going to that on lock on. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's strictly for the vault, sir. That's not going up anywhere. <laughs> ah, so Ash finds the book, flips through a couple of pages. The recording recites the words, and then the force, as Ramy has uh, called it, the spirit in the woods, starts finding them. And I love the method that they used for this because, like, you see this in action movies all the time now, right? Now, the yeah. kind of, yeah, the kind of shaky camera that's following and chasing things. So with Raimi, though, they had like no money, so they basically just took plywood and like screwed the camera into it and ran around with it. Yeah, well, they also when it was going through things, busting things down, they put a cage around it with like a plexiglass screen in the front, mm. so it wouldn't bust up the camera, and that's how they did that. Yeah, because it goes through the car windows. Yeah, it goes through the car window, it goes through a door. Yeah, it's a great effect. Yeah. It is, and cheaply done, because they're just holding it in their hands and running forward with it. It's all they're doing. Yeah, and later on, when they're chasing, when Bruce is getting chased with that fucking house, that looks like it's like a, almost like a one-shot cut, right? one cut, uh, no cuts, right? Yeah, the tracking shot through the cabin. That's Sam yeah. Raimi's signature style, is the really kinetic, frantic camera that's like going around everywhere. Meanwhile, like, we're going to have to get into the logistics of this cabin here pretty soon, because <laughs> Yo, holy shit. The insides don't match the outsides. <laughs> no, oh, no. This is like the fucking cabin from House of the Leaves. It's fucking bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And shit's yeah. getting turned all upside down and all that other shit, too. And it keeps getting bigger every day. Well, yeah. it's like the uh, Winchester Mystery House, only it's building itself. So, Asha... You know, he's hanging out there looking out the window, and all of a sudden, boom, it busts through the window, gets Linda, and now, well, we have our, uh, we have our story unfolding. Ash goes out looking for her. He finds her all possessed, and that's pretty cool. And, and those, then, uh, those white contact lenses she's wearing that everybody wears when they're possessed, oh God. they couldn't see through them. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of times they'll like pop up and they'll kind of like f fumble around for a little bit to find their mark because they couldn't see what they were doing. You have also heard that they're extremely painful to wear. Those yeah, full really eye, thick. eye yeah, contacts. Thick. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I remember Oof, that going all you. the way back to Lou Ferrigno on the Hulk. He, yep. That was the worst part, putting those fucking lenses in him and Bill Bixby. Yeah. I remember um, Jim Carrey was complaining about that for the Grinch movie. About how fucking painful those contacts were. It's also a well, bad movie, though. To make so. them comfortable, right? I mean, especially when, by the time the Grinch came out. That's true. Yeah. I thought maybe it was just the old contacts that did that. 
No, no, it's still a big problem. I'm sure the $20 million he made on that movie really helped ease the pain. Yeah, Yeah. I think he's okay. (laughs) So, uh, I love he just decapitates her ass with a shovel. I like how it goes straight into the insanity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Because, again, we're just recapping the last movie in five minutes. Uh, So, decapitates her and then just immediately buries her ass. (laughs) Which, (laughs) my wife... My you wife mean is the like, yeah. Oh, it, dude. <laughs> by the way, dummy acting. This is some great dummy acting right here. I don't think it's a dummy. I think it's a straight up mannequin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's just like a solid piece. There's no give to it. Nope. It's fucking <laughs> Nothing terrible. Nothing is moving. Rigor mortis has set in. Yeah. It it's, must be made of the same plywood that they had the fucking camera mounted to. So, so he chucks it in there, buries it. And my wife turns to me while we're watching this, and and she's like, that's a weird impulse for him. The first thing is just, like, burying her. Instead of going to the police. <laughs> right. I'm like, you really have that much faith in the police, like, at this point in your well, life? Well, hold on. At that point, exactly. That, that's the thing. is, Are you going to go to the police with this story? You're going to bury her, get rid of the evidence, and just go on and just start going to church every single day. <laughs> just do penance. <laughs> do a lot of orphan work. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Sheriff from a small hick town? Guess what happened up in the woods? Okay. I buried something out there. It's under the cross. You're gonna be mad. Let me at least get a head start, okay? (laughs) I don't think it's gonna work out too well for him. Uh, So, yeah, he sticks the cross into there. And all of the sudden, what happens? Well, the force comes after his ass, too. And shoes his ass or, or, or just ch- chases his ass all the way through the woods picks his ass up starts spinning him around and dumps him in this like piss shit puddle head first so when he's getting slapped in the faces in the face with branches yeah that's actually sam raimi himself off camera slapping <laughs> slapping him in the face because <laughs> sam raimi was a sadistic friend you should read the book it's very good that's awesome look if you're gonna have he, somebody slapping the face with branches if it's not some big turkish guy giving you a massage you want sam raimi to do it. <laughs> with palm <Yeah>. leaves <laughs> yeah because sam raimi loved playing pranks on his friends and bruce cable you know is his bff and yeah. so he personally wouldn't let anybody else do it it had to be him beating the shit out of Bruce Campbell. So who would you rather have smack you in the face with a branch? Sam Raimi or Stanley Kubrick? Who? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Raimi or Kubrick? I would definitely be Raimi because Kubrick would do it 1,500 times even (laughs) though it was done right the first time. Uh, But then you're in a Kubrick movie. That's true. See, that's a trade-off. Just guess Shelley Duvall. That's true. What about you, Tim? Kubrick or Raimi? Kubrick. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm the only sane person here. It's probably true. I can think of a lot less bad Kubrick movies than I can Sam Raimi movies. Mm. Name I a bad know. Sam Raimi movie. Crawl. Oh, which one was Crawl? That's the one with the alligator in the basement. In that's Florida not Sam Raimi. That's Isn't Alexander it? Aha. No, that's not Sam Raimi. Aha. Uh-huh. Was- oh, I guess I was wrong. It's Alexander Aha, and okay. I like that movie. I got one for you. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, oh, I oh, see. You got I, me see there. I blocked right. that out. I blocked that out. I didn't even want to think yeah. about that yeah. motherfucking yeah. It's the movie. It's the easy one. But you know what? He made Drag Me to Hell, so oh, redeemed. Oh, I love that movie. So good. Anyhow. 
The other person who's a little bit sadistic now is Ash because he pops out of the piss shit puddle and he's possessed. Well, he also got fucking trench foot, right? Because he fell asleep for who knows how long with both of his fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. feet in that puddle. So, that really yeah. got me. I was like, what the fuck? My, my wife had the same comment. She's like, now his boots are wet. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably got other problems. He just decapitated his girlfriend and buried her. Oh, uh, man, now, come on. Your fucking feet are all fucking pruny from being in water mm, that long and then true. walking in wet boots. Well, yeah, in I the forest, to. no less. So it's not even like you're walking on pavement where it's like level. You're walking on all fucking kinds of shit. Well, I mentioned to her, like, where I grew up, it used to snow about a foot, foot and a half every year. So you had to wear boots, but it was snow, so you would always get wet in your boots. So it, I get it. It sucks. Still not you as just bad as... You need to get higher boots, Eddie. What are you wearing, fucking totes, putting them around your shoes? No, Uggs. no. Uh, no, Uggs, <laughs> you'd wear Uggs. whatever, like whatever cheap. Yeah, I'd wear Uggs and Eddie tights. The Ugg. That's what they used to call them. <laughs> you'd, yeah, wear your, wearing... you'd wear your uh, yoga pants and your Uggs. Yep, yoga pants, Uggs. So one my day hoodie. he went to school with an axe, and they changed his name forever. <laughs> well, they kept picking on me, so I got the axe. I went to school. Oh, and, pickaxe. Uh, yeah. You wore the apple bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. <laughs> the, the juicy sweats with juicy on the ass. <laughs> Do they make those for men? I got to get some if they make those for men. No, but I'll tell you, that some woman who came into a store that I was working in at one time almost got me fired for wearing a fucking pair of juicy pants. And Why I were you wearing juicy store. pants? I wasn't wearing She was wearing them. And oh, okay. I thought she left the store, but I didn't see. And I looked, oh, turned no. to my coworker, and I'm like, man, I love women who wear those fucking pants because they want you to look at their ass. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's got juicy written over your ass. If I get caught looking at your ass while you're wearing those pants, all right. I shouldn't be gawking, staring, or drooling, but mm -hmm. you're going to get a glance or two just to see what it says. And she, uh, after I said that, I looked up and she was still there and she just fucking lurked, looked at me, smiled and walked out. I was like, oh, fucking shit. Thank God she was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she Tim, wanted how you many to times, look. How many times did you have to go through HR training? <laughs> Sensitivity training. At that store? <laughs> Candace, I think I told the story. This is the pet food store that I worked at where the owner had no business having a good, successful business except for the people who worked for him. He got lucky picking a few people. And he did everything that he could to destroy that business. And at one point, he knew this guy from college who's super fucking rich. He did something with, like, computer conductors, something like that. He got out right before the bubble burst. He had, he had money where he owned his own fucking private jet, okay? Damn. And I think he also had a couple of hot air balloons to tell you even more how much fucking money he <laughs> had. Hot air balloons? <laughs> that's fuck you money right there. Yeah. Oh. That's just, yeah, that's just burning money. Okay. But, this yeah, guy you're could right. I'd not get, get a woman. He had... Bullshit. He, no, 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 no. Candace, you don't listen. He just gave off the creepiest fucking vibes you can imagine. This guy was incel before the incel word was fucking invented, right? Mm. And Supreme I'm not, gentleman. And not like he was like really like fucking mean to women or anything like that. He just had no idea how to deal with women at all. So he asked my boss to try to set him up with one of our customers. Oh, and for God. about three weeks, when any attractive woman would come into the store, 
no matter whether I was helping her, the, my customer, or somebody else's customer, whatever, he would worm his way in and within three or four minutes start talking about his friend Dean and that his friend Dean is really looking for somebody to go out with and like maybe even take her on his private plane because he's very, very rich. That's sad. None of them ever came back to the store again. Oh, no. Jesus. Not one of those female customers ever came back to the store. So even that time where I had a female customer and I said that I love the fact that she wore juicy pants because, you know, I know that she wants people to look at her ass. She still came back. She was a customer. But the way that my boss was just cold coming up to women with like, "Uh, do you have a boyfriend? That was the other thing. And I said, you have to stop saying that. Because as soon as you're saying that, they think that you are the one who's hitting on them. They're not going to wait for, oh, do you have a boyfriend? No. Oh, because I know a friend. Like, if you're going to do this, you have to try to be a little bit more slick and smooth about it. But that was like talking to a wall. They would have sex with you for cat litter, but they wouldn't go out with his rich friend. (laughs) Yep. That's, uh, it was just, I've never seen anybody with that kind of a personality he just gave off the creep vibes a hundred percent. There's just, I don't care how much money he had, there was no way he was going to get any woman unless she was just 100% interested in taking him for all the money she could, was ever going to go out with that guy. Well, Tim, Damn. you say they never returned to the pet shop. Are you sure they didn't go out on a date and he just fucking they, took them out you know, over the was, sea and dumped them off the balloon? That was one of the jokes that was balloon? going on is that he might have hooked Dean up with a couple of the friends and they never left that hot air balloon. Yeah. Well, they did while he was still in it. (laughs) (laughs) They left it all right and then hit the ground. Oh, God. That would be... Imagine if you're a serial killer and that's your M.O. You take women up in a hot air balloon and dump them off into the fucking ocean. That's actually pretty ingenious. Yeah. I had another fun idea. Really, like, in the middle of the fucking woods? Well, you can't take a hot air balloon up in Alaska, right? I had another fun idea. What you should do is get, like, half a gallon of pig's blood, right? You can usually go to, like, some butchers and get this shit. Then if you're going to kill Without somebody... Without an excuse? Can you just go into a butcher and buy pig's blood? Yeah, you can make, like, blood sausage out of it. Okay. Yeah. So go get a bunch of that, right? And then if you're going to kill somebody after you've, you know, like, attacked them in their home and then loaded them up into the suitcase or whatever, you're going to take their body off to go do uh, the thing that makes you feel like God with it. Uh, when there's the blood on the floor and stuff, because you try to clean it up and it's going to be a big pain in the ass, just dump the pig's blood all over their blood, too. There's still going to be a mixture of DNA, right? But it's How a easy bitch. would it be to no, find it's, it's that? A, it's a real bitch if it gets muddied with different uh, yeah, DNA see? profiles. That would be a real bitch. I mean, it's possible they can, but it would take a long time. Yeah, Isn't bleach see? just a better alternative? Just get rid of it? Uh, I don't think bleach actually breaks down the proteins. I think peroxide's better. Bleach, no, bleach is a denaturing. It will denature the proteins. Oh, okay. Cool. So, yeah, then, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening to the podcast, And that way you get a little bit more lead time before, like, all the butchers in town call the cops up with, like, hey, this guy Eddie was in here buying three gallons of pig's blood. It's a lot easier I make, to buy uh, a couple of gallons of bleach, right? Well, it, yeah, it's uh, got to be a long con. i got to be making blood sausage and selling it back to them. Just make sausage, and that's how you get rid of the whole fucking body and make it's a profit. true. It's very true. Who was the, the Canadian killer that was selling off the body parts to the rendering plants? Uh, was it Canadian, or were they German? 
there no, was it was a, a Canadian. Doing that. There was a Canadian killer that was doing it too. There's a lot of people distinctly. Because it's a, it's a win-win, right? It's just 100 yeah. percent profit. Yeah, it's 100 percent profit, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> There's gold in their veins. Oh man. When they say veins of gold, that's what they mean. Literally, yeah. Especially the fat. Oh, if you're really into, man, Buffalo Bill, if he was into really fat broads, the amount of oil that they could render off of him, that makes sense. He could have huh. made soap. Yeah, good point. Good point. So Ash pops up all possessed from his uh, piss and shit mud puddle. But just then, the sun comes up and... His possession goes away. Just weird. Okay, so I guess the sun gets rid of it. And I do love that when the sun comes out, the uh, the effect of the fog rolling back is just them reversing the film of fog machines that they've hidden behind and inside of like hollowed out trees. Yeah. It works really well, actually. I thought yeah. so. Okay, so then we uh, run back to the stupid uh, possessed house that's got a dumb face now for some reason. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> it's very good. Like, I, I, okay. It, I, at this point, you're like, all right, the comedy factor on this has been way amped up, clearly. And it only gets better. Yeah, I mean, is there really that much comedy in the first movie? No. I mean, I, I know it's in there, bit. but yeah, but this, yeah, this is Not. where they go whole hog. Not like this. This cut of the face, join us. And then he's like, yeah, sure. Gets in his car and then just fucking hauls ass out. Smart move. I have written down. Yeah. This is the first white guy in horror history who's actually done this, right? Um, Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Eddie Murphy would be proud. He, yeah, he really would. Oh, my God. Get out. Well, too mad we gotta go. See ya. Dude, you don't even have to tell me. I could just tell by looking in your eyes on the porch of that house. I should get out. <laughs> uh, but the, the it was inviting him. It wasn't telling him to get out, but he just, I yeah, he to, books it. I need to add a fun fact about the cabin. So the okay. outside shots were done in Michigan. Uh -huh. But the inside was in Wadesboro, North Carolina. Hey. They built a set for the cabin inside of a high school gym. And you can see it in some of the shots. Because oh. the high school wasn't being used for anything else? Yeah, that's summertime. right. <laughs> okay, summertime. It, it really was, summer, was summertime. It was summertime, <laughs> and, and the pastor was off on vacation, so the church was gone. Uh, so they had no use for that, that big of a place in town anymore. So, they, yeah, they rented it out to, to film this movie. Good call for them. So are we going with indica, sativa, or a hybrid? <laughs> That's a good answer. I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends. Indica's going to put you in the couch. You're talking edibles, right? No, I just heard you taking massive drag off of your fucking pen, Tim. Oh, that wasn't me. Oh, okay. Candace. Yeah, it was me. Yep. Indica, sativa, or a hybrid? A uh, hybrid. Okay. That's a good answer. I'm green. I like to go green Candace? Candace. Yeah, I didn't know. You, I didn't know you like to get wet. No, yeah. I live in Missouri. What the <laughs> fuck else is there shot. to do? <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the penis pump. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have 
it hooked up where I can use a straw. He's got a pneumatic <laughs> penis pump, yeah. Straw. Oh, gross. Damn. He's, he's, got, he's got a foot pedal. It's just one of those slurpy straws that, like, shovels <laughs> off at the end. No, it's a crazy straw, if you want to get free. <laughs> it's, it's a swizzle straw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, next time, if anybody felches, do you think they use a regular oh, straw or a crazy God, straw? Tim... Do you think that? Do I think if anybody is felching that they're using a straw to begin with? Don't don't you have to use a straw? I mean, it makes sense, right? Candace, can you refresh my memory on what felching is? I know it involves <laughs> cum, but uh, well, it's uh, I think it's also called the Rick Santorum, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, wait. What was it, what's the thing that they put in Wikipedia? Or in uh, the, uh, the, um, the Urban Dictionary about, uh, what the fuck is his name? Rick Santorum? I think, it, was it that it's or was it the... the frothy... Yeah. It was the frothy combination of... <laughs> frothy. That's the fucking thing that sets it off, man. Yeah. Is frothy. It, if it's, uh, is it frothy because you blew into the straw? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like when you got chocolate milk and you're blowing into the straw to make all the oh, bubbles. Oh, God, Tim. <laughs> So, Felching Candace... It's a salty milkshake. Felching Candace is the the loving act between two people uh, okay. where semen is extracted okay. from the anus uh, orally. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And Tim is positing right now that a straw is used to accomplish this. Now, well, I that's wonder... that's how you get the frothiness. <laughs> well, yeah, you're blowing the bubbles in it, right? That's. <laughs> I don't know. It seems more efficient to just We're put your lips shaming. on there and, you know, just like. Yeah. Just like you're eating a raw oyster. Well, I'm just Jesus. thinking with the crazy straws, like you got the anticipation of like seeing it come up to the straw and like you can like stop it halfway through. <laughs> Antissa. You can put you can put you can put your finger on the other end of the straw and then pull it out like gravity, hold it in. Yeah, and then blow it out at somebody. (laughs) Hit the parrot with it across the room. (laughs) He got you, fucker. Uh, So, yeah, Ash, he's uh, trying to get the hell out of Dodge. He uh, rolls. Subscriptions all the way down. (laughs) Uh, And he gets to the bridge, but uh oh, it looks like the bridge is out of order because somebody folded it up at a 90 degree angle. It kind of looks like a Close. fist closing, right? Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah, it does look like fingers. Yeah. Plus, that bridge is much shorter in this shot than it was in the beginning. Yeah, that that would have been a lot to accomplish. Uh, you see, I like the bridge up. scene when they're going over the bridge in the first movie much better. Yeah? Because that bridge is all fucked up. The tire goes through and everything like that, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, in this one, all you really see is um, it kind of just looks like a really cool model that they're using. With a dumb-looking car going across it, like somebody's playing uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah, it looks like a train bridge, like if you had a train model yeah. set up, right? Yeah, like Mr. Rogers probably has that bridge when he goes to the land <laughs> of make-believe. Evil Dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rogers is, is felching with King it's Lion. It's a beautiful day whatever. in the neighborhood, but not in the woods. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's like, nope, uh, I'm pissed now. Gets back in the whip, and then reverses. So much of him reversing, by the way. We'll, we'll get to that at the end of it as well. 
Yeah, this fucking ghost can't catch up to him. He fucking does a T-turn, right? Yeah, yeah, because he whips it around, does a T-turn, and... So I've always wondered, can he see it, or does he just sense that something is chasing him? It looks That's like a... he sees it when it's coming across the bridge, right? The way he reacts. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so what, yeah. What does it look like? Um, I mean, it can't look like what it looks like at the end, right? Because that's after the first part of the spell is yeah. recited. Where yeah, it made, made into flesh. Human form, yeah. yeah. Maybe it looks like the house with the, the dumb face, but that just like floating around. <laughs> it's like so a big like sparkly an cloud. Who cares? It's so fucking it's like, chasing your ass at that point. It's like an enemy from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could, it could just be like a big two floating eyeballs coming after him. That's true. I could, I could see that. So yeah, it, it could it, be the face that he sees on the fucking porch. Yeah, that's what I was saying, buddy. Okay. So yeah, he I was uh, with you. goes around there, whips it, and uh, hits a stump, goes flying ass over tea kettle, and fucking runs his way back to the cabin with it chasing him. But Ash, like, just in time, makes it through the doors, slams the door shut with just enough uh, uh, timing to give the force the, the slip, right? It busts through the doors, though, and starts chasing them around the biggest cabin in the universe. <laughs> and this is the part where if you have an eagle eye and mm-hmm. you look at the top of the screen, you can see the top of the set. And you can see part of the gym above it. That's weird. I'm watching it while we're, while we're recording here because sometimes I do that with it on mute, you know? And I'm right around that point. And there's actually, if you pause it, you can see there's a banner that says uh, evolution is of the devil. <laughs> so I think you're right. I thought you were going to say there was like Vaccines now, vaccines flag. never. Which one? Oh, the rebel flag? No, no, no. They don't have that up in the, in the gym. That's unbecoming. They just have that um, on their uh, gravestones. You True guessed. story. I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Taking it, statement. literally taking it to the grave. I love it. Hats off to you. I mean, I, at least I respect that. Right? I mean, that if nothing else, it's a terrible opinion and a terrible thought to have. But I can't, I can't fault you for being a faker. So, <laughs> oh God. And yeah, he runs through just enough doors though to give the force the slip, and I love it because it just like I, I like that. I wrote that. How do you fucking trick out a fucking ghost? <laughs> well, he did it because the ghost goes through, and we're from the ghost's point of view at this point. He's and looking ghost, around, left and right, <laughs> up and down. He was like, "Where did that asshole go?" He's like, "Ah, shit. Well, never mind. I guess I'll go back in the woods. Maybe there's some broad laying down somewhere. I don't know." <laughs> God, it's Candace again. Oh. Uh, her again. <laughs> At least something different this time. Damn. Last time I, got, so, I did that, I got Dutch Elms disease. <laughs> no. got some, I got some weevils. <laughs> <laughs> weevils. You get that looking in, for woodpecker, huh? You the get that in, like, in wheat germ. It's not a fucking tree disease. <laughs> <laughs> weevils. <laughs> There could be weevils in trees. You don't know. Are you well, an expert? You became I mean, after... an entomologist all of a sudden? That's all yeah. the devil shit's going on, so why not? 
Uh, it could be worse. It could be chiggers. I mean, considering where this was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> the Weevil Dead. <laughs> weevil Dead. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, we cut to some dead meat showing up. <laughs> We've got Annie. Annie's uh, got some pages from the Book of the Dead that I very guess... Very interesting I don't... carrying case she has with her, right? These very important documents. Yeah, she's got them, like, framed. In case you ever see break glass. <laughs> what a weird move. Uh, good, good for her, though. She lands in a plane... And uh, we find out, yeah, that it's her dad's cabin. She's got the last of the documents to help her dad, like, bring it and, and translate it. But she hasn't heard back from her dad or her mom in a little while. So, uh, eh, wonder what's going on with that. Probably no, no big deal. Nothing wrong. They're probably killed by some guy taking his girl out for a date. Yeah, that's kind of what they figure out because, uh, well... But first, before I kill you and your wife, I want you to record this for me. I'm going to hit play <laughs> and record. Go! <laughs> yeah. Because back at the cabin, we got Ash wandering around. thinks he hears something. It's the piano playing itself. He uh, takes the necklace, looks at it, and he gets all sad. Like, ah, yeah, poor okay. guy. I'm sorry, I have a question. Sure. How many people have a piano in their fucking cabin in the woods? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's... Is that like, uh, besides this movie, I've never seen that or even thought about having a fucking piano. Even if I played piano, I don't know if I'd want one in a fucking cabin in the woods. I guess that well, depends on how crazy you are about paying, playing piano. I can tell you this. Uh, musical instruments in general, especially stringed ones that are made out of wood, being stored in very kind of open, breezy, very humid environments, it's very good for them. So it totally oh, makes yes. sense. Not going right? to warp that wood at all, right? Not yeah. going to be like a, tr a family of fucking possums who take up on the fucking F key. <laughs> oh, God. You go to hit it and hear hissing. Dung, dung, tss. The amount of, like, effort that it takes to maintain a, a proper, like, piano and and in that environment like fuck that dude that's get why a piano sense. Is like it's a rich person's fucking thing to have like that's why people oh, that's yeah. why i think a lot of rich people have it even if they don't play just because it's a fucking ball of move because it's expensive to buy mm -hmm. and it's something that you have to constantly keep give it uh, upkeep and take care of it but i'll tell hot you what balloons and pianos yeah yeah <laughs> oh dude oh man if he only had a piano and a hot air balloon he could have that is a baller move <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep it even and steady. Whoa. It's got to be like two balloons on one basket to lift that fucking thing. Oh, God. Just get a synth. They're so much better. Like, they sound better. They're cheaper. No, all you have to do, rich guy, I could, I could tell you this. I could tell him how he could increase his chances a thousand and three percent of picking up a woman. Yeah. Get a dog. Save a fucking That's dog's true. life, you asshole, and just walk down the street with it. That's it. And Don't always even... mention that you have a rescue. That's very important. Yeah. People, or just people get some love kind of crazy, like, that. Yeah, rescues. Oh, believe me, Candace, I ate out on fucking rescues. But <laughs> you oh, ate you out ate out rescue? rescues? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I no. ate out on those rescues. <laughs> Ew, Tim, no. <laughs> because of me, you adopted 14 kittens last week out of your shelter, right? 
Damn. Yeah, too bad they came back all sticky. <laughs> oh God! Now get a job walking people's dogs, and then just be like, "Yeah, that's my dog. It's a rescue." <laughs> <laughs> and you just go to, around a new coffee shop next week. Yeah, this is my dog. It's a rescue. And then, Tim, you're getting paid to pick women up. Yeah, dog walkers can make some serious money. It's all profit, Tim. Just like boiling uh, fat broads and selling their uh, oil. So. <laughs> hey, look, the whale squeezes. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre had the right idea. Yeah, really did. So he looks outside and uh, we see his lady pop out all cool claymation style. And I love, I love claymation. Pops up, does a really cool dance bit, then kind of like tips her head, her hand down, and the head rolls up the arm and onto the onto the neck. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's like an old want, uh, vaudeville skit. Yeah, I wanted to be like Nightmare on Nightmare Before Christmas. You hacks. Yeah. Oh my God, that's right. I've got another hack line coming up too later. Uh, I was like, man, Fred Astaire. If he was just out there, just oh, singing in the rain with her, <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> so she does a couple sow cows and a triple lutz, vanishes, and then pops up right at the fucking window. And she's all like, dance with me. And grabs him. Bangs his now head against the boards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's fucking ready to go now, <laughs> Tim. Oh, God. You can knock the cobwebs off of that literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. And then he wakes up, and Knocked it was all off. just a dream. Really stir the maggots up. So we notice, yeah, it's just a dream until a head falls in his lap and bites him. And the the scene of the scenes with him fighting was clearly just a stupid prop. It's he does it so well. He yeah. really does because he commits he to it, it, man. Yeah, yeah, because he's got this dumb hand, head bit onto his hand, and he's just banging it all around this fucking cabin. <laughs> My favorite is when he takes the book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's beating the piss out of this fucking head, and it's some of the best physical comedy, man. It is very... So, I don't know you're a physical, physical comedy person. I don't usually like slapstick, but this really? movie is... Yeah, for the most part, I don't really like it that much, but this movie... It's just there's something about it, maybe because it has a horror aesthetic with it. It just really gets me. Like, I really like it. Yeah, so I will agree with Candace. I'm not a big fan of the slapstick, uh, but it has. if it's done, it has to be done very, very well and in small doses. That's well, of true. course, right? Like, um, so I would say, like, the last good physical comedian was Chris Farley. You know, right? like Jim Carrey's physical comedy? Mm, sometimes I'd say Chris Farley was way better. See, I'd, I'd give it to Jim Carrey because I mean, as great as Chris Farley was, his whole thing was, "Hey, I'm a fat guy who falls down." Uh, okay, and okay, <laughs> yeah, that's I one know. note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's after a while, it's uh, yeah, that's it. It's a one note. I mean, at least Jim Carrey say whatever you want about him being an actor, what he did to the fucking Batman movie, or how he can go completely overboard on shit. He's not a one no fucking guy, right? That's true. Very I true. love Jim Carrey. Yep, yep. Again, uh, now it's got to be in small doses, and I don't know. i got to watch uh, Pet Detective and see if it still holds up. We should. We should watch that. 
Uh, except for the end. The end gets a little rough now. So. Oh, oh shit, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Little tricky. Uh, well, watch Pet Detective 2, Back to Nature. Or yeah, that's, there's nothing oh, that's problematic about that. That's just for a whole other reason. It's just because that movie exists. <laughs> uh, this is so I don't terrible. see anything wrong with it. I don't you know, know what, what you're talking about. Tough trade-off. Which, how do you want to be I'll, offended? I'll tell you what, if you want to watch good physical comedy with a little bit of a horror twinge and you're going Jim Carrey, you got to go Cable Guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a great oh, yeah. fucking movie. That might be fucking one of his great. best movies. Yep. And yep. yeah, that you know what? That is a horror movie. Yeah, I would classify oh, yeah. it as it. So, uh, yeah, he beats the shit out of it, of course. And then I love his his line. He's up in that cabin all by himself. His girlfriend left him. just beating that head all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got a little head from his girlfriend. Didn't work Finally. out. Finally. And I love... So he's got well, this she's line... she's a biter, so it might be good for him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Works for Mike. I know that. Uh, and I love he's got this line. Okay. He just says, Work shed. Very, very clearly on ADR. Now, um, there was a line on this in, of course, Internet Movie Database trivia. And I want to believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. Where not too long after this, he was working on Escape from L.A. with Kurt Russell. San Raimi? No, Bruce Campbell. Oh, okay. He was and, in Escape from L.A.? Yeah, he had like a cameo in there. It wasn't a okay. big thing and he says that the first day he was on the set kurt russell came up to him and said oh hey bruce you know uh glad to work with you uh he says could you do me a favor there real quick say work shed (laughs) because of this bad adr fucking line from this movie (laughs) and i don't know always seems like a cool dude right yeah i choose to believe it because he seems like the best dude ever uh, well, I think I was just talking about him on another podcast. Because he's supposed to be like a Republican conservative, right? But Is he? He does it the right way. He's Republican conservative, whatever. But you're never going to see him on fucking Twitter bashing some fucking uh, teenage girl because she wants to drop out of the Olympics because she's having mental problems. So I just got a note from Candace. Her internet fucked up. So she might be rejoining us later. Oh, she's going to keep trying. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, hey, wait, in fact, were... I just, I think I see her again. We'll, oh, we'll okay. find out. We were just talking about before how when you were trying to fix your internet, how that time when she was on the show and her internet went out, she tried 85 times yeah. <laughs> to get back into the room. Yeah, we'll see. Tell then, Tim, you and I can cover it. Yeah, I don't know if he's a conservative guy, but because, yeah, again, like you said, he doesn't. I think I heard he's a Republican conservative, but, you know, look, uh, obviously, I think if anybody's listening to the show, they know I'm a fucking, uh, according to some people, a bleeding heart liberal, even though I just call myself a liberal. But uh, I like uh, celebrities who don't have to fucking push their politics into every single thing, no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes, you know what? You're just a celebrity. I really don't care what your opinion is just think of all the political views that i have and now think i'm a movie star do you really still want to listen to me just because i have a fucking movie star yeah i mean i get that they like have like more people listen to them because just because more people pay attention to them but that doesn't make that doesn't make them smart it doesn't make their opinion more valid or valuable you know what i guess what i'm trying to get is don't go to like the extent of a susan sarandon on the left or kevin sorbo or james woods on the right you find somebody who's a little more moderate that's a good point 
than those two, clearly. Yes. Uh, so he takes her ass out to the shed. Well, not her ass, her head. And sticks it into a vice. So mm-hmm. he goes and twists I'm thinking, wait, the hold screw. on. Wait, hold on. You might have something there. Wait a minute. Uh, and he goes to get the chainsaw but oh shit the chainsaw is missing and tim i I know you probably don't have a tool shed or a garage with a bunch of tools hanging up is this a thing where people just draw chalk outlines of whatever the fuck they hang up uh you know i've had i have seen it before in other things and i think what it's supposed to be is so that you know that that's where that tool is supposed to go but I would imagine, well, two things. I would imagine you would only really need that if you had a, like a lot of different tools. Like if you had like a screw set that had like fucking thirty six different fucking sockets. If you had different screwdrivers, this size, this, this diameter, that diameter. Maybe you would need a chalk outline to put it where this is where that one's supposed to go. But a chainsaw should pretty much be self obvious where you're going to be putting that or keeping it. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be like everything can fit in the chainsaw slot you know i don't think a hammer is going to fit in the same spot no, you're going to put the hammer up there and it's going to fall down exactly <laughs> so but yeah, I think he, this is your favorite part because this, this this remind you of like some kind of video game that you're trying to get uh yeah lollipop chainsaw buddy i'm trying to get it re-released mm-hmm. so yeah he goes for it can't find it and then right behind him, what happens? But her body pops up with the chainsaw, and a struggle ensues in which he removes her arm, takes the fucking chainsaw, and the head shifts back from demon head to her regular head. Mm-hmm. Don't fall for it. Kill her. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love my wife to death. Yeah. But at this point... She's getting the chainsaw right down the middle of a skull. And if that's if I'm, the situation's reversed and that's me with my head in the vice, yeah. she one hundred percent has my permission right now as I am free of uh, spirits and ghost to put that chainsaw right down the middle of my head. I'm with you on this one. Like at the point where you've removed the head of someone. Yeah. You've already right. committed. You know? <laughs> like <laughs> it's broken for, at that point, right? In for There's a no penny, in for a a pound, right? Like it's <laughs> you're done. So yeah, begs, y'all please don't kill me, lover. You swore we'd always be together. And then she noticed, well, that's not working, the demon thing. Starts, you know, ah, your lover's mine. She's burning in hell with us, Ash. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And he just, yeah. And he just saws this fucking thing in half. Just done. The blood splashes up. It hits the light. Gotta be done. Sorry. Yeah, it has to be done. The blood splashes up. It hits the lights and turns everything in the room red. And it's a really, really well done shot, man. It's San Raimi. And like I said, even though I like the original one better, just because I think it's, like as we said, it's a little bit more serious, a little bit more horror, does not mean that I do not love this movie. And... Mm -hmm. Even though I thought he directed Crawl, which I did not enjoy, <laughs> but he did do Spider-Man 3, which I think we can all agree is worse than The Last Jedi, or... He did, he did not do oh, Crawl. See? I, hey, she's back. Even though I thought he did it. 
<laughs> the second that you mention Crawl, she, she reappears. Thank you for coming back, Candace. <laughs> you summoned her. Get so mad. <laughs> Someone was wrong on the internet. Da, 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 da. Candace. <laughs> She's calling up Comcast. I got to correct somebody. Get my fucking shit on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. So I'm glad to have you back. We just got through the head getting sawed in half. So. Oh, yeah, Candace, did you mention... Uh, would you blame your husband if he put the chainsaw through your head at that point? No. When she no, switches back, when you switch I mean, back, I wouldn't blame cell? him now. Like, well, yeah, we heard with some of the shit that he says to you. He's probably like outside right now with the chainsaw. <laughs> Have yeah. you? Did you? Did you mention the the, the fact that the tool is outlined in white chalk? Yes, yes I did. Is that did. a thing? I, I, that's what I was going to ask. I've only seen that in cartoons. Okay. I've never seen that in real life. No, we had like a five-minute discussion on it, so <laughs> I think we covered it. But basically, Tim's hypothesis is it's for organization, so you don't have to label everything. But the point that we came to was, like, it's not like you're going to accidentally put a hammer in the same space as a chainsaw. It's not going to yeah, fucking fit. You have fit. a ball-peen hammer. You got a regular hammer. You got this kind yeah. of hammer. You got all Tack these different hammer. kind of screwdrivers. Ball-peen. Yeah, ball-peen. You got a MC hammer. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, God. Mine was funnier. <laughs> sure. Can you can you lose your internet again real quick so we can get back? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. So Ash stumbles out after, like I said, the light gets splashed with blood. Everything's red. It's so cool. Ash stumbles out. He's beaten and tired and bit. Stumbles into the fucking cabin, chainsaw in hand. Grabs a shotgun and sits down in the rocking chair. And I'm like, man, this is this is the tableau of where I want my life to be. Just sitting in a rocking chair with a chainsaw and a shotgun. Drunk. In the middle of nowhere, you know. Yelling at ghosts or whatever. Drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, he had that bottle of champagne. That's true. You could get to it. Drinking warm champagne, cradling a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming at invisible things. Screaming at infection in your foot starting to go to your brain. Yep, yep. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't wait. Screaming about how the amendment for income taxes was never ratified. And why can't I have fireworks? Oh, wait, like, is that part of the people who think that America's a corporation? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> America Dude, hasn't love... been a country for the last 300 years. I love they... that conspiracy theory. It's so good. Uh, so we're just travelers, and oh, my God. Mm. In America, the number one corporation across the flat earth. <laughs> yep, from corner to corner. Uh, so he gets up, and the rocking chair starts rocking on its own and he walks over he's very apprehensive to touch it like you would be but he does reach toward it and it just stops rocking then he makes the worst mistake never look in the mirror never if you are in a haunting scenario of any sort break every mirror immediately it's glass yes yes precisely Although, I don't know if you break it. I think go, uh, go to the Hasidic Jewish thing and like put covers over it, right? Because if you break a mirror, it's bad luck. That's true. Cover and it we, up, that's it, right? Nothing gets we, in, nothing gets out. Yeah, and we do find out that breaking the mirror doesn't really help in Army of Darkness because that's when a fleet of uh, tiny ash clones Hell yeah, uh, it does. climb out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a problem. So no, he looks in the mirror and uh, evil ash pops out. Uh, and 
he's like, oh, no, you know, uh, uh, but before Evil Ash pops out, sorry. He says, oh, it's so cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then Evil Ash's line is like, look, dude, you're not fine. We just cut our girlfriend up with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? And starts choking him. But then he comes to and he's choking himself. There is no Evil Ash. It was him We've all, all been along. There. Yep. We've all been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. I scream at myself in the mirror and then I just... start choking and realize I'm choking myself holding like a bloody fucking coat hanger screaming in the mirror yeah there's something in the toilet something I should probably in the look to- and see what it is <laughs> you just flushed Boy, you, don't you even just look. Both, both made my eyes pop open holy shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm like let's see where she's gonna go with that one after you drop that line <laughs> i don't so look the- i just use my shoe to you yeah. know close the lid and flush <laughs> reach back smoking smoking an unfiltered lucky strike that's where it really comes in handy getting a bidet. Clean up oh, the evidence. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how, that's that's putting in overtime for that bidet though. Let me tell you. <laughs> Crime scene cleanup. <laughs> oh god. And then you dump the pig's blood down there so nobody can find it. <laughs> uh, get the thousand flushes with bleach. You'll you'll be fine. So no, he looks. I love this. Wow, though. Is that he what looks... happened to the tidy boat man? Yeah, he, he got aborted <laughs> with a coat hanger and flushed out the toilet. <laughs> the bastard son of Mr. Clean. His boat was sunk by fetal tissue. <laughs> so I love this, though. Ash is, like, looking in the mirror still, and he kind of, like, is like, all right, I'm going to turn around. Nope, look, looks back real quick. <laughs> like he's trying to get the drop on the fucking evil Ash in the mirror popping back out. So good, man. So then I have his hand starts eviling. And, oh, this uh, is like my favorite, one of my favorite parts in the whole movie is the whole bit with the hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it, Candace. I'm, I'm not going to go scene for scene. All right, his hand so, comes alive and he starts, you know, yeah. he, it's like attacking him and he's holding it back. And it's, you know, he's trying to like grab something while he's holding back his, his other arm while it's trying to attack him. And he, he sells it. Once again, yeah. he sells I it. I have written down, Ed Norton from Fight Club, you hack. Oh, didn't think of that one. Good. But uh, just in the loser squad, we, we cut back to them. And they're asking if this is the way up to the knob cabin. I'm like, That's... Uh, is this where Candace comes into the movie? Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the slobbing knob cabin? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure is the way up to a uh, knob cabin, but you ain't going through there. Why? Well, the bridge is out. And just then, Bobby Joe shows up. Now, Tim. DJ. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. <laughs> Bobby Joe and Jake, this pair, they. Uh, sure ain't no road. Come on, Candace, say it. Sure ain't no road. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some real chemistry, Bobby Joe and, and uh, her boyfriend, Jake. Uncle? There. That's an uncle. That's not her boyfriend. Come what? on. What? No, I that's don't know. her boyfriend. Uncle vibes. No, I got sex vibes. Or it could well, be her uncle. I was gonna say, the, who say that's yeah. exclusive? That's that's a good. My name point. is Bobby Joe. <laughs> oh God, yeah, there was this, a. Go- you know what this reminds me of is they're like, are you sure there's not High another school. road there? Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking living up in the mountains of North Carolina mm-hmm. on Highway 16. Every fucking year, there would be an 18-wheeler packed to the gills with Christmas trees that would flip 
and it would block off the <laughs> only highway to get to Is my house. Is that how everybody house. got fucking free Christmas trees? <laughs> what the fuck? They fucking blocked the road and flipped they, the they truck? Would, they would block the, I mean, the, the road, the because it's really swervy, a lot of switchbacks, you know? So the truckers would always jackknife one of their trucks, and then the road would get blocked, and I'd be coming home from work at 11 o'clock at night, and, they're, and you know, state troopers like, you can't go this way because, you know, you can't, there's a truck blocking the entire road you can't go and i'm like my fucking house is up there so i would have to go crash at a friend's house because that was the only way yeah. to get to my house pisses convenient, me off still thinking about it convenient so you want to night out with the girls you just make sure a, tr- a truck jack knives and that's it you got your excuse can't come home tonight yeah to be fair though it was Plus only during christmas tree the holiday season because i don't know how much market there is for christmas trees in july uh, so, you really <laughs> only true. have to worry for there, one Christmas month out of the year. Christmas in July is a thing. That is a real I thing. I know. It's a thing for very sad people, is what that is. <laughs> very, very sad people. Like, the the thing is, is that the county just north, just up the mountain a little bit further from where I lived, was one of the top Christmas tree producers in the country. So, there was constantly wow. trucks going by. Just Shit. packed with Christmas trees. Congrats. Pine needles all over the place. <laughs> Oh, I wonder how that got impacted by the people figuring out that they can just get, like, artificial trees. No, people still really like having real trees because they like the smell. Yeah, same. We always get a real tree. Yeah, the smell of the fire. Oh, that's great. The fi- Tim, you, you don't light them on fire. The, <laughs> no, you there don't are light them on fire lights. on purpose, but it happens, right? <laughs> no, it's never uh, happened to me, nice Tim. Nice pine scent. <laughs> As your family's dying. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, it's like a do-it-yourself incense with uh, uh, fatality included. It's wonderful. So they show up, and uh, they immediately start trying to bribe Bobby, Joe, and Jake. <laughs> they offer them, like, what was it, 40 bucks at first? 45 45 Yeah, $45. moonshine. To, to take us up. The, well, that's a lot of potatoes to make the moonshine. These guys aren't buying moonshine from anybody. They make it themselves, damn it. Oh, that's right. They can fix the still finally. Yep. Yep. So they say, nah, give me a hundred bucks. And, and I love the move of like, okay, we'll give you the hundred dollars, but you also have to carry the luggage. And Oh, yeah. They Jake should have asked what in. kind of luggage you got. Well, yeah, because Jake oh, peeks in. <laughs> and he just sees like the framed thing and like a handbag. And he's like, well, sure. No problem. Again, cut to the comedy scene of... Uh, Later, when they show up at the cabin, he's carrying this fucking overseas steamer trunk. <laughs> yes, that's right. This, there's somebody hiding in that, right? They're going to stow away? Oh, God, yeah, maybe. Let's see, it would have been back in 87. Maybe they hit, uh, maybe Bernie. Maybe this was a secret weekend at Bernie's. They were going to try to bring him back with the Necronomicon to lead him to some sort of treasure. <laughs> Well, that is part two, right? There's voodoo in that. It's fucking part two. It's Pandorian voodoo. Uh, yeah. What a piece of shit movie. What is that from Star Wars? It's, no, it's from this movie, Kandarian. Yeah. They're all Kandarian demons. Yeah, they're Kandarian in this one. They're Sumerian in uh, Army of Darkness. It's Yeah, they, they hop back and forth. And, and honestly, they do that a lot because no one studio actually really holds the rights to the Evil Dead series. It's been hopping around so much. Like, 
It's ridiculous. So, yeah, we have Ash. He goes over to, like, wash his hand to try to get rid of the evil. And it just starts breaking dishes on him. So and by the way, there's a box of saltine crackers there too. I'm like, who yeah. put a fucking champagne and saltine crackers? Tim, who left all of these dry. dirty dishes out? Like, what the fuck is going on in this cabin? Well, we'll find out later. Yeah, wow. Well, see, this is before A, B, and B because they would that last guest would have got a fucking bad rating and never got that cleaning deposit back. That's true. I don't think this is a really popular uh, point to go to on Airbnb, Tim. I mean, unless you're really... Well, Candace has probably booked it a couple of times. <laughs> Very arboreal kind of uh, motivations here. I do like the woods. Yeah, yeah. They're nice. Nice and quiet out there. So, Ash is fighting with it. He gets Elkabonged over the head, gets knocked out finally, and the hand starts crawling and pulling the body toward a cleaver. But then it turns out Ash was playing possum, stabs the hand to the floor. <laughs> and we get a great, like, who's laughing now? By the way, the, the hand wasn't laughing. It doesn't it have a mouth. It was making mount. chuckling noises, it was. It was making giggling oh, noises. Oh, right. But that couldn't have been and the, the hand. the hand does flip them off, right? Well, it, yeah, it does. <laughs> Plus, that <laughs> hand doesn't have, Eddie, as men, we know that that hand doesn't have to say anything to him at all. It just has to look at him with a knowing look like, I know what you've done to me. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to take him to court. <laughs> yeah. God, the poor rape hands. trial with that poor hand. Yeah. You conditioned me, even since I was young. Uh, so, yeah, he finally... Literally conditioned. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, he, yeah, and he takes the fucking saws, saws the hand off, like, aha, I won. But no, the hand uh He did it starts... to own the libs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, can, the hand just, like, starts crawling around like a fucking spider. And he sticks a bucket on top of it just like my wife would if there was a spider in the house. Until I get home, and then I got to fucking take care of it. Wow. He puts a stack of books on it. Now, she actually wouldn't do that. Like it's a big-ass spider, because of the way you live, right? Not like a little daddy long legs? No, she wouldn't do that, actually. We have a pet spider, so uh, she's pretty cool with spiders. And I but love he book. puts he, Yeah, the he book. puts a stack of books on top of the... Uh, on top of the trash can, so yeah. it can't move around. And the top one says, a farewell to arms. <laughs> My soundboard's down right now, so I'll do that. Acapella. I have that same note, too. Really good. So Ash tapes up, and as he's duct taping his nub, <laughs> the hand escapes. And we get the classic Tom and Jerry bit, complete with the mouse holes. Are those and trap. I mean, do mouse holes really look like that? I've never lived no. in a place no. with a lot of mice. No, that's not Candace, real. Come on. You think the fucking mouse has like a little fucking saw and a sandpaper thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes a perfect portal. <laughs> perfect, like, oval. Yeah. God damn. That's, Somebody's watching got a too circular much Tom and Jerry. Exactly. So I love it. Yeah. Then you watch Tom and Jerry. The hand pops through that's there. Well, it's itchy and scratchy, right? For yeah, the modern generation. Much. Yeah. No blood. Yeah. So the mouse pops through there, or the mouse, the hand pops through the mouse hole, gets caught up in a trap, and this Tim is when he gets flipped off. 
Because Ash is laughing. He's like, ha ha, and it like <laughs> gets out of the trap and flips them off. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Look, this had nothing to do with you. Now you're being a dick. <laughs> like, okay. So then he starts tuning into the sound of the hand moving around, and he's just like blindly shooting at the wall. <laughs> Nails it though, because he gets a blood mm-hmm. spout. But then the blood spout pours blood. Yes, there's no way that hand has that much blood. <laughs> no. No, the blood... Because it's geysering. <laughs> yeah, the, the blood geysers we get in this are so comical. Like, the one later is ridiculous. Kill Bill, you hack. Uh, yeah. Especially, yeah, with the, uh, the changing of the colors of the blood, too, that they do later on. For interesting reasons. So then the blood sucks itself back up, though, real quick. And at this point, the taxidermy deer comes alive and starts laughing at him. I know, This is also one of my favorite parts. I really like this part. It really is, because it's not just the deer. It's the lamp. All the books start fucking he laughing at him. He starts dancing with the lamp, and then he catches it up, and they just point at each other and start laughing. They're yeah. all just laughing like, together. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Just having a good time. We have a few laughs, fire off a few more shots, and then everything stops. He opens the door, looks around, and Ken and the loser squad show up, subdue him, see the blood he saw in the corner, and I guess assume that he killed Annie's parents. So they're As like, you would. Yeah. As you would. Hey, there's smart. a stranger in your house, your parents are missing, and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, and a bloody chainsaw. And there's okay. a body out there in a shallow grave. Ex- well, they don't know about that yet. So they're like, all right, I guess we got to throw him down in the cellar, which means they get him to the top of the stairs and they kick him in his fucking ass and he rolls down the stairs. And well, he also gets shit out right in the fucking jaw, too, by the fucking uh, the tow truck driver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he while he's down. And fuck, dude, this, this fall does not look good. It looks fucking painful. So then, yeah, Bobby Joe got hit. With uh, one of Ash's shots, apparently. and uh, Just winged her. She'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's just a flesh wound. It's no it's big deal. That's it. That's not going to do much damage. Just some bird shot, maybe. Probably it's all bird good. shot. Yeah. yeah. No, when he was shooting the hand through the wall, it was f- fucking putting holes in that wall. That's there true. pellets. That is a good point. Well, then I don't fucking know, Tim. I'm sorry. I don't have mm-hmm. the answers. <laughs> That's why you're here. Come on, Candace. You're the smart one. <laughs> Yeah, you, if, if any of us would know about uh, firing off random shotguns at people from a cabin <laughs> Inside in the houses. Woods, <laughs> yeah. We'd think, with your background, with the, the fucking Christmas tree farm, that you'd have some... If you want to ask about people shooting with AR-15s, you ask Eddie. If you want to yep. hear about people shooting with Saturday Night Specials, you ask me. Yeah, there you go. But shotguns. <laughs> yeah, shotgun and, and a moonshine jug, you ask, you ask Candace. <laughs> Of course, that was a. I think that wasn't that your dowry was a shotgun and a jug of moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> and what's fucked up is the moonshine jar was filled with pig's blood. Oh shit! So yeah, they throw his ass no, in the basement. It was, it was my moon blood. Oh gross! No, I, I knew you were gonna make a reference. I was hoping it was not. One of those fucking pinky jugs too. During it took the me so long to fill that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put one X on it for every every month, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
fucking listen to that jug band playing. This is why you brought me here. <laughs> yep, yep. We need somebody to make period jokes, Candace. Thank you. Why does it smell like pennies in your room? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, like I'll stop. Dirty I'll stop. pennies. <laughs> dirty, wet pennies and dog hair. What's going on? <laughs> dog hair? What the fuck? So yeah, um, they uh, play the tape to find out what happened with Dad, and they get a little update from Dad about yeah. By the way, uh, right after I said all that shit, uh, something came and possessed uh, my wife Henrietta. So uh, I didn't think about going back and erasing that part of the tape so that never ever yeah. ever happens again. Yeah, it's such a stupid... Or does it just destroy that tape and use another tape, I guess? I don't know. No, I can understand. He's an academic, he's a professor, so he thinks everything that he does is so fucking great that there's no way he could destroy anything, right? So wow, look the at the fucking an- world... No. Yeah. I'm, uh, the too. No, I, I believe in science as much as I like having fun. There's no doubt about either one of those two. But okay. you have to admit... <laughs> he loves having fun, and he believes in science. <laughs> science is fun. It can be. Just ask uh, Bill Nye. Otherwise, Eddie's right. Erase this fucking tape. Take this fucking reel to reel and throw it in the fucking fire. You just, know what you just you, did. Yeah. You 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 know what you did because you're recording that you know what you did. Yeah. You say, hey, I said this shit. It released a demon. The demon got in my wife. I had to kill my wife, and I buried her ass in the cellar. Or, Tim... This tape is cover. There was no demon. <laughs> oh, shit. And mass psychosis, right? Everybody's just hearing what they want to hear. Go hog wild. No, he just killed his wife, and he's like, oh, shit, I need an alibi. I know, demon possession. <laughs> so he, he went out. What state found... is this supposed to be taking place in? Because there's some states where that might work as an excuse. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the devil made me do it. Yeah. Uh, so goddamn, this is the long con. You kill your wife, and then you're like, "Shit, I guess I got to become an explorer, find the Necronomicon, come up here and record it, just to cover for the death." That's a big one, man. Him and Ash, man, they're they're both just like masters at, at planning out this shit. That's why the champagne was there. The old man thought yep. he finally got away with it. He's gonna, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's gonna pop the cork, celebrate. Who's going to pop the cork and uh, fuck the knot hole on that tree out front? <laughs> so, yeah. Just because it's a knot hole doesn't mean you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> going to turn that knot hole into it's... a yes hole. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, by the way, I'm coming out with a dating advice book, and it's called Turn That Knot Hole Into a Yes Hole. <laughs> it's me in a, a turtleneck looking like pensive. <laughs> On the back cover. <laughs> I bet Amazon. you look really funny in a turtleneck because you got yeah. that giant head. Oh God, yeah. It, it just looks like I'm being strangled by a tire. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> so yeah, then the uh, guess who pops up with Ash down in the the fucking thing down in the cellar, and we we get a great scream. By the way, it's 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 mom. It's Ted Raimi. It's Ted Raimi, his mom, yeah. Would this guy work if he didn't have a brother named Sam? Uh, well, he's a good character actor. Yeah, and that's, yeah. If you, re- if you 
I've watched a lot of interviews with Ted Raimi, and he said the only thing he ever wanted to do was just be a character actor. He never wanted to be like big. He always well, he's wanted smart. to be He's looked hard. at himself in the mirror. Like, yeah. you know, you're not supposed to do it. He's like, hey, you know, I know my place. Yeah. I, I love Ted Raimi. He said when he Same. was uh, shooting this, that rubber suit that he's in, he couldn't, you know, his body couldn't breathe. And so all the sweat would just build up in there. And then at the end of the day, he would take off the foot part and just pour oh. pure sweat out mm. of it. Oh, his feet. Jesus Christ. We thought Ash's oh. feet were in problem. Yeah. Jesus. Just stewing in man sweat. I got an yeah. idea. Why not poke a couple of holes in the bottom of the foot so that shit just drains out? I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's a well, good point. Well, actually, yeah. because it would ruin the shot. Because when no, he's you put like it on the fly- bottom of the foot. No, when you're when he's flying up in the air. Yep. If there's yep. sweat pouring out of You do see the bottom of, of the feet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you know what? Demon can't have busted up, fucked up feet. Yeah, but they not have ones that are perfect manicure. They got a fucking foot massage right before they came out of hell, huh? Not ones that are leaking man sweat, Tim. <laughs> it could have been a nice like little. Air, it could have been a practical effect. Holy shit! His fucking feet. There's water coming out of his feet. Would you have thought? <laughs> oh, that must be sweat from Ted, Ted Raimi being in the suit for eight hours a day under the hot lights. Yeah. Well, they didn't <laughs> think of it then, and he had to suffer for it. Yeah, no. Tim. You know what? They should have had you on set. You would. You would have told I'm them an all idea, about man. it. I'm not a follow-through man. I'm just the idea he's, man. He's a problem solver. He's a exactly. fixer. Yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, also one of them that turns knot holes into yes holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, put me in a tree. Lo- put me in a room long enough with a tree, and it's going to say yes. Yeah, eventually, eventually. Even if you hate each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Then, um, what's Henrietta- that birch got against me? <laughs> God Stop being such a birch. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck up birch <laughs> so they they get ash gets out of the cellar right we get the great claymation face i'll swallow your soul bites him on the foot oh man i punches. quoted this all the time growing up i'll swallow really your cool s- and awesome i'll swallow your soul i'll swallow your God. soul <laughs> or there's souls in my fruit cellar <laughs> yeah, this is very popular. Yeah, it was very, very cool and popular. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, your your parents are like, we're in church. Can you please, no, please. just stop <laughs> screaming? I'll swallow your soul. Please. The priest is looking at you extra funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you were just a little bit younger and male, and a boy. Yeah. <laughs> then. So, no, he punches the shit out of this clay face. I love the stupid claymation face fight scenes, man. They're so good. And finally, he gets it into the cellar, closes the door on it, and the eye pops out, and Bobby Joe screams and eats it. (laughs) Literally. Great fucking shot. Yeah, great shot of the dumb eye flying through the air, going into a mouth. Also did in reverse. That was a reverse shot. Makes sense. She had it in her mouth, and then, you know, reverse acted of it popping out. And then they just played it in reverse. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Perfect sense. I mean, because otherwise, how many times are you going to take throw the fucking eyeball right into a mouth? Yeah, <laughs> get it perfect. What are you going to do? Time? Take a fucking string, put it through the back of a head, and pull? Good. Yeah, I suppose you could. I mean, you could just have her spit it out, too. But she had to spit it real far and then make it go perfectly into the eye socket. That was pretty tricky. Uh, something tells me a girl named Bobby Joe probably is like into chewing tobacco. So she could probably spit an eyeball out more than five feet. That's the first time you see her, she's using chewing tobacco. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. They uh, lock her ass up in the cellar. Osh, uh, 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 Osh, Ash tosses a log (laughs) in the fire. Osh, yeah, Oshley tosses a log in the fire and says, all right, look, there's something in the woods and it's coming back from the dead. And the Hicks are like, that's cool. Why don't we get out of here then? Because this fucking sucks. And we hear singing from the cellar. It's Henrietta singing some London bridge, one, two, buckle my shoe, hush little baby, whatever. It's public domain. Yeah, that's true. Just singing a nice little lullaby over to Annie. And Annie looks over and it's her in her human form. And Annie stops for a minute and she's like, I guess I'll go over there and let you out there, Grandma or Mom. Again, I'm sorry, Grandma, Mom. You're getting a fucking axe right through your head. I'm not an (laughs) idiot. Oh, man. Yeah, my mom survived being in the fucking basement with the demon all this time. And the first thing she thought of was to sing to me. Yeah. Tim, never take hallucinogens. Uh, (laughs) It's been a while. Oh, man. I haven't had mushrooms like maybe 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Although not, yeah, not, you're not going to have this experience. Hopefully. hopefully no, I, always had, good... I always had nice trips. I never had a bad trip. Same. Yeah. I've never, I mean, you just have to do a little prep work. Make yeah, sure well, you're well, in you a have to be, in, you have to make sure that you're in the right place. And I don't mean metaphysically or physically, but both. Yeah. Don't go to a fucking like Ozzy Osbourne concert on Halloween and do fucking acid or tr- take some fucking trip and shit. Yeah. Just hang out in your house, go to some nice treat area, and trip. Yeah. I was just, last time I did, I was hanging out at the house watching uh, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 and then uh, Fear and Loathing. <laughs> so that's a perfect Ooh, combo. Shit. Well, yeah, that's Fear and Loathing. You kind of have to be careful with that one. You got to kind of be a professional uh, tripper. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say that. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, yeah, no, Woods is a good trip. That's a good move. Because you can just, like, pee on a snail or something. It's all good. That's right. If you shit your pants, you're right there in the woods. That doesn't matter. If you shit your pants, you're in the most convenient location for it, the woods. Plenty of leaves. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, then... um, Just shit all over that birch. Because it was looking at you wrong. (laughs) Ash stops Andy from unlocking the chains. And Andy's like, all right, fine. We don't, we don't let her out, I guess. Yeah, in the first movie and this movie, the, the creepiest, scariest part to me is when that fucking demon in both mm-hmm. of them is locked in that fucking basement. And the way that they have that chain is they're able to lift that fucking cellar door open. Yeah. Not enough to get out, but still enough that it's like, after yeah. a while, just momentum is going to break that fucking chain, right? Yeah. Lock Meanwhile, that shit down. Put some books on it. Tim, if it's me, I'm moving the fucking piano over there. Oh, shit, that's why the pianos should be used for. That's right. Shit. Yeah. You think that fucking old hag is going to be moving the piano? Hell no. No. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah, Annie agrees with them. And then uh, Herb and uh, uh, what's his name? Fucking goddammit. Yeah, what's that asshole's name? Oh, I don't remember. He's I don't nobody. know. Yeah, nobody, the blonde guy, he, he, her boyfriend or whatever, he turns evil. So uh, that's great. He's like, oh, we want what's yours, your life. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn. (laughs) 
Hey, we get the we get the title thing in here. All right. Tagline. Yep. And it is freaky, right? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the way they do it is by having like the actors move kind of erratically and then they play it sped up. So it looks like extra creepy. Another like Sam Raimi classic. You'll see that in every one of his horror movies. And then I love that the hick dude and Bo- of Bobby Joe's boyfriend, Uncle. he just boyfriend uncle boyfriend her her, her, her bunkle uh, jake he just brunkle. he fucking dips out he's like yeah i'm out of this shit See better ya. than a brocal oh brother uncle yeah. boy funkle boy simon and boy funkle by the way what a <laughs> what a real power So now he, Kyle runs the fuck out. Ash runs back in, though, with an axe and chops the shit out of Blondie, dude. Because you have to dismember them like yep. in, like in uh, Dead Space. Yeah, You can't that's just right. go for a kill shot. you got to dismember them. Oh, by the way, did you, they're remaking Dead Space. Yep, they sure I'm, are. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hopefully they have the same uh, art directors on that because that first one was so good. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, after chopping the shit out of Blondie, now there's four left, and old uh, Hick Boy there, Jake, he points out, wait a minute, that fucking trail's gone. Something's messing with the very fabric of reality, which we get another oh, sign of. fucked up. Yeah. We get another sign of that, too, because, yeah, the trees are shifting, and... Time stops, a la the clock. Then we get sounds of the force all around the house, panning around, trying to maybe figure out a way to get in. Or is this where the inside shot looks like everything's like fucking like two D? Yeah. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Because when so you see I, the clock, it looks like it's fucking two D until the fucking face opens yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And this is also when Ash starts positing, like, look, maybe something's trying to force its way into our world. And just as he says that, the door slams open. Right? So Ash is like, all right, we're going to go in together. And I love the <laughs> fucking asshole. It's like, no, nah, man, you, you go in. This is your fucking idea. You're the curious one. You go in there, you know, Jay. I got to say, if I was with a group of people and one of them started clearly becoming... A problem you sure. know like someone who's going to kill everybody else because they're acting stupid or panicking I'm gonna fucking mm-hmm. kill them yeah that's it yeah I'm gonna kill them and then wonder after I've survived if I made the right choice or not but at least I was still alive the it's stupidity a good point. of the one does not outneed the way no yeah because he's setting himself up to be a real uh, roach from demon knight uh, he's Roach That's from Demon Knight. He's fucking the father from Night of the Living Dead in the Basement, yep. right? All rolled yep. into one. Yeah, yeah. If you have that one guy who's not listening to the leader, who's making the most sense, and they're like, "Well, you can't tell us what to do," fucking kill that guy immediately. Yeah. Literally, he's the kid in fucking Blair Witch who throws the fucking map away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's half of the people inside of the store from the mist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. He goes in, then Annie follows, and then Jake follows behind, and 
we get this specter of Annie's father, <laughs> which looks so stupid. It looks like Pazuzu. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> it, I had it looks like, like one of those old ABC, like made for ABC horror movies where they would have a dumb ghost floating around. The ghost makeup. Yeah, it's so bad. So he tells him, hey, look, the pages that you guys brought, you should like read them because uh, you need to dispel the evil and save my soul with your own lives. And I'm like, that what was a weird... What about the mom's soul? She's, she's fucked, dude. Like, we're not... She's already been possessed and killed. She's done. Yeah, she's possessed, dead, and she's missing an eye, dude. She's fucking had it. Oh, yeah, that's it. Fuck that shit. Yep. She, now she would need a monocle. Mm. No, she'd have an eye patch. Oh, wow. Holy shit. An eye patch and rocking a monocle in the other eye. That's a good look. You'd get so much pussy, be drowning in it. Could you hold on here? Oh, wait. Hold on. I just thought of something. I have a feeling that right now somebody's going to start sending me a bunch of pictures of like fucking German Nazi officers back in the day. Yeah. Eye <laughs> patches and monocles, right? Yep. yep. I, just, I, I just got that image in my head. So here's, here's my invention. Monocle... Right, and this is your dead rising to keep it on the theme of zombies. So I've got a monocle and I've got an eye patch. Right, Mm -hmm. smush them together, monopatch. So it's a monocle that goes around your head like an eye patch to hold itself up. But if it's not removable, how is it a monocle? Well, because it's like flipping up on the patch. You can like maybe flip it up. And so get oh, the, the yeah. rope around That's your head, true. the stretchy part. Even better, yeah. So then it's like the flip-up shades, but it's a patch that you flip up and yeah, it's a monocle. There you go. Holy shit, Tim. Even better. The only problem you got to worry about, just don't get a sunburn. <laughs> yeah, true. Because <laughs> that fucking lens is going to focus it right on your retinas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Between not only having a white strip around your fucking head, yeah. you got a red spot over your fucking left or right eye from burning your skin. Yeah. yeah, plus it's diamond encrusted, so you got scabs all over. Mm, shit, that's right. I guess we got to just stick with glasses, Tim. So, yeah, I don't get the, the save my soul with your own lives. Like, are they going to have to sacrifice themselves? That's a weird line that he throws in uh, there. Look, if, uh, if I'm him, I'm not going to give them the whole story. Yeah, maybe they have to sacrifice themselves so I go free. I'm not going to tell them, guess what, you're going to have to die. Just let them yeah. find that out on their own. Yeah, yeah, you have them, like set up the entire incantation do it and then if they die and you come back hey you know shit happens yeah, look i'm i'm the uh the scholar yeah so i like I'm the, the academic <laughs> yeah <laughs> you like fun and you like science if they're not smart enough to figure out this is a setup it's on them it's true it's true it's a very uh, uh willy wonka scenario you've got here yeah the professor came out he says all right i want everybody to look to your left look to your mm-hmm. right and one of these souls won't be there tomorrow when you wake up. But I will. <laughs> so uh, then all of a sudden, Bobby Joe's like, Jake, you're, you're holding my hand too tight. Looks down. Nope. It's Ash's hand. Chekhov's hand, we'll find out too later. Uh, the lights go out. Bobby Joe runs the fuck off. And the tree. We almost get the scene you want, Tim. Yeah, I was like, I was like wait a second. I know this is in the first movie, but... And like you said, Kenneth, he said that he's he wishes that he didn't do it, but why does then he kind of like lead up and uh, like if anybody saw the first one, this is what you're going to think naturally is going to happen next, right? Hard than soft. That's why. It's hard than soft. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it starts. That definitely sounds like some kind of tree disease. Yeah, that's yeah Dutch elms, I'm telling you, it's a killer. But no, it doesn't. It doesn't get that fresh with her. It just kind of wraps her up and then drags her ass through the woods. In the parts where the like little tree limbs are digging into her face and you can see it under her skin, ugh, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, that looks very painful. And this is another one where the wrapping around her, they do the reverse shot. So they had it wrapped around her. They pulled it off, and then they play it back in reverse so that it wraps around her. Um, a lot of playing with reversing of the film stock. I love that. Like, just stupid little tricks like that to make it just look... I mean, when you don't have a ton of budget, you have to get creative, you know? So sometimes you come and up with shit like better, that. And that's when it's right? Because if you yeah. have a ton of money, they're going to do that with CGI. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a ton of CGI going on for 87 that would have worked here. So I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm with you, man. Creative solutions. Totally. So back at the cabin, we bust the frame open, we pull the pages out, and we get a prophecy. In 1300 AD, a man fell from the sky. No, it wasn't what David that man Bowie. Look like? <laughs> <laughs> the man looks awesome. Is all I've got to say. Because he's just Bruce Campbell <laughs> with a chainsaw hand. Holding it up. Yep. And with a shotgun strapped to his back. Yes. I mean... So iconic. Charlie would probably get this airbrushed on the side of his van. Is anybody very else excited good. for the Evil Dead game? That's 5 oh, v one yes. Yes. That, that looks so good. Oh, my God. And I they got him. Good. Of course they got him back to do the voice for it because he's just in... He's been the voice in every video game, by the way. There are so many Evil Dead games that have come out. None of them are good, but hopefully this one. It's hard to make a good game from a movie. Yeah, oddly enough, you know who nailed it? Vin Diesel. The 13th game was actually pretty decent. That's pretty good. No, Vin Diesel... That oh, with Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick was game? Escape from Butcher Bay? Yeah, that is <gasps> Holy a very fuck. good game. I remember that game. Holy Christ. Yeah, made by well, see, Tygon Studios. That sucked. Oh, that's his studio. Oh. I know. Like, that's he named his development it. studio. Tygon Studio. So cool. Yeah, don't, aw, oh, come on me. That movie sucked. There's only one movie, Pitch Black, and they should have stopped right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you watch Riddick? Yes, I've watched them all. <laughs> I did appreciate, uh, you know, Katie Seagal being topless in it. I could have done without that. Yeah. I never want to see Starbucks boobs in my life, and I now well, yeah, I've seen them. Didn't she turn out to be an angel? That's true. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what that show was going before the last two seasons started. I was like, wait a second. So this movie. I mean, literally. <laughs> so this movie. So yeah, there's two passages to read. One, you make the spirit take form. Two, and if it can bleed, it can die. That's true. Two, you open a space-time rift to send the darkness back to whence it came. So okay, sounds like a good move. Jake takes the shotgun, though, and demands that they go looking for Bobby Joe. God See, damn it, him. Jake. Mm-hmm. Should have killed him. And now he's going to take off the dick level one extra fucking notch, too, right? 
Yeah, because he takes the fucking pages like a prick. Tim, how mad did you get at this scene? It, this really got me fucking mad, all right? Because, look, <laughs> you want to be a stupid fucking dickhead? You already got the shotgun. Go the fuck out there and try to find your fucking niece fucking slash sister boyfriend girlfriend, whatever the fuck you want to say it is, legal reasons. But don't take those fucking pages and throw them down the fucking basement. Well, he's giving them no alternative now, right? He's like, look, don't worry about the pages. They're fucking gone. Now it's my show. Now it's Jake's show. Okay, Jake, you know what? As soon as we get out, as soon as you turn your back, I'm going to fucking kick you right in the fucking lower back where your Oxycontin is probably taking care of the pain, but you haven't had any for a while because you're trapped up here, and you're going to be the first one killed by the fucking demon. (laughs) Fucking throwing the pages down the basement. Motherfucker. Yeah. Jake's a real asshole, man. You know this guy hasn't gotten a fucking vaccine. (laughs) No, no. He is not getting a vaccine. That is for sure. This, This guy... This guy was at one of the last Trump rallies, too, by the way. He's really, really pumped about talking about Hunter Biden and how bad of an artist he is. Like, he's one of them guys. How his wife's not a real doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This guy definitely knows more than Fauci it's all about the hologram. It the doesn't vaccine. matter anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, just go marching outside, I guess. Looking for her ass, the trees all start moving and shifting and creaking and groaning, and idiot Jake just starts yelling her name. Like, dude, you've seen what the fuck is out in the woods, man. You're drawing attention to yourself. Then, of course, the forest comes after them, and Jake starts looking all worried turns around now he's got corona and now he realizes it's real yeah now he's like doctor while you're intubating me can you please give me the vaccine i changed my mind what do you mean it's too late what do you mean some fucking stupid idiot didn't want to take the vaccine so they also ran a truck over with all the vaccines coming into the state off the road yeah now i'm furious with myself oops uh-oh. Well, mm-hmm. I guess my bad. I Maybe I'll but convert to Buddhism and come back as a bug or something. The one good thing is the New York Times is still going to interview me and keep interviewing people just like me over and over again every week. <laughs> I do love that. Like, that's one of those schadenfreuds. Like, I hate that the, the problem is that they're continuing it and spreading it to other people. And we're getting breakthrough cases to people who mm-hmm. were smart enough to vaccinate and wear their fucking masks. But every once in a while, one of them gets caught up, like you said, and then they have a moment of lucidity toward the end. Or not even lucidity, um, but panic. Well, I think what it is, is I think, yeah, it comes by by them on accident. Because I think that uh, this, uh, if you probably know, Candace Owens. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, she put a tweet out maybe a week, two weeks ago, and she was like, you know, if this vaccine really saves lives, why is the government giving it away free? Why don't they give away insulin and chemotherapy treatments for free, too, if that say, if it saves lives? Yeah. And like, idiot, you're so fucking close to getting it, right? Yeah, <laughs> you accidentally <laughs> almost got it. You're right. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the, you see, this is the thing. I have a theory. The fact that they're giving the vaccine out is a problem. We need to to take the vaccine, the exact same vaccine, right? We need to put a label on it that says, like, the Trump vaccine, and you charge $200 for it. Yep. 
and say they that you know it. only certain people are going to be able to get it. It's going to be really hard to find. Yep. And yep. then just flood the market with it, and like, hey, uh, I know somebody you can get it for like free. You don't even have to pay the two hundred bucks, man. Only stupid Northerners are paying. No, the I want bucks. I want the two hundred dollars. Well, I think they're getting ready. <laughs> Didn't uh, Biden go on TV say he's going to pay a hundred bucks for everybody who gets a fucking shot? God damn it! Why did I damn do it. it so early? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ah, well, I'll just take my... Uh, be... I'll just take my clear conscience of I probably didn't help to kill somebody without yeah. me even knowing it. I'll just take my clean bill of health. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's worth more than 100 bucks for me. It's just amazing to me because it's the, it's the easiest fucking thing that anybody could do. Yeah. Is even if you don't want to get the shot for whatever reason, just put the fucking mask on at least then. So... I tell you, I uh, came up with the perfect response for people who are anti-maskers. It shut sure, what is it? my coworker up, and it shut my father up. Oh wow! I said, okay. "Yep." I said, "If my grandparents could buy war bonds and plant victory gardens mm-hmm. for their country, I can wear a fucking mask. That's the least mm-hmm. I could do." That's right. Your Good grandmother point. didn't have silk stockings. Your grandparents didn't have enough tires to last them a year. They had to make sure those fucking tires mm-hmm. kept going and going because there was a rubber shortage. Uh, metal drives, uh, turning out fucking lights. Yeah. And they did that. Of the fucking country. I can wear a fucking mask. Yeah, they had to turn the condoms inside out and reuse them. You know, you make do it's with where the baby what you can. Came from. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I'm going to sound like an old man, but I blame this. It's 100% because of the fucking internet and Facebook and Twitter and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if Facebook was around, polio would still be a fucking thing, smallpox would be a thing, and you would have all these people like, hey, it's my right to live in an iron lung if I want yeah. to. By the way, for Tim's friend that's listening to this episode now, um, he's the one that's getting all bleeding heart liberal right now. So go ahead and just have a conversation <laughs> with Tim. Yeah, that's right. I'm bleeding heart liberal. I, I want to put a mask on so I don't kill people who aren't getting the vaccine, who those people are ones who are usually voting against my best interest. No, that's for the me, kind of liberal bleeding heart I am. For me, it's very simple. I like to wear the mask out in public because most people who are stupid smell bad. So it's just like yeah, an extra true. barrier yeah, look, for You know, me. sometimes you got a little food on your teeth after you had some pizza mm-hmm. with parsley on it. You don't have to worry yeah. anymore. Well, now I don't have to smell those people. All the unwashed, like, uncivilized masses that don't want to wear masks. I don't know what masks. kind of mess you got, but I've been on the subway, and you can still smell through those fucking things. It, oh, it, it no. It cuts down. It We're cuts not, down. I've no. Been, I've been in a bathroom that got destroyed, <laughs> and I was like, thank God I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the destroyed bathroom is nowhere near a subway in New York, though. Well, I've it's seen a destroyed subway car sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, then uh, Jake looks all worried because the force is coming for them. No, not Anakin, but it is evil Ash. He's back, and he fucking handles Jake and then goes after Annie. So we head back to the house, Annie getting chased. She uh, finds the weird dagger it's never really explained. It just yeah, kind of came with the Necronomicon. <laughs> well, no, when they find, in the beginning of the movie, they find the book and the dagger's right next to them. So I'm assuming that what's set up is that that dagger is something that could be used to kill the no. evil force once it's in physical form. I didn't notice it. Uh, yeah, it was there. I mean, but it doesn't really serve that kind of a purpose in this, though, Tim. Like, largely, it just gets used on the living, unfortunately. Well, I mean, just because it's written in an old book doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, that's a good point. 
So I guess we shouldn't believe what's scrawled in the Necromonicon, Tim. <laughs> oh, the Necromonicon, Necromonicon. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I love she's wandering about the dagger. And then Jake tries to bust in and she just fucking stabs. <laughs> Good. Good move. Should have done that before, right? Would have never well, left the house. Tim, you got to make it look like an accident. I think that's the problem. She just didn't have the opportunity. I don't know. Throw him downstairs with the fucking demon. Let the demon take care of it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Well, the demon does take care of it, though, because now she's got to pull the fucking knife out of Jake, and he's being a big baby about it. Well, you're not not supposed to pull a knife out if you stab someone. They'll bleed out that way. Yeah, it's like a fish hook. You have to push it all the way through, right? Really? Even I thought maybe like there were like just certain areas if you got stabbed you're not supposed to pull it out. But anywhere if you get stabbed you're not supposed to pull it out. I think I think the rule of thumb is if you get a puncture wound, don't pull out the thing that punctured you because it might have nicked an artery and if it's stopping the bleeding. So if yeah. you pull it out, you're just gonna bleed out. Okay, good to know. You've seen enough saw movies that that lines up. Um. <laughs> well, no, because you know next time I'm in a knife fight, I want to make sure I don't pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, you're going to pull your dick out in the middle of the night. <laughs> this is a good move, t- though. I have said a billion times that one of the best ways, there's two great ways to stop a fight. One is to stick your finger up the other person's asshole during the fight. <laughs> Jesus and two is, just think about it, Eddie. You're in a bar, and some guy bangs into you and your wife, and you're gonna, you know, you've had a few drinks, you get, your Irish gets up a little bit, and you're getting ready to throw down, and he doesn't pull his shirt off. He takes his dick out. Yeah. You're going to fight? You're, that's true. You're going to stop in your tracks. Yeah. <laughs> right? But he's got to be confrontational. He's like, oh, yeah, you fucking want some of this, motherfucker? You fucking want some of this? He's pulling yeah. his dick out. I got fucking right here for you, motherfucker. Come here. <laughs> so if you ever want to get out of fights, that's, those are the two ways. If yeah. you actually get into the fight, if the dick out doesn't do it, put your <laughs> finger up their ass. They're already going to have in their head that your dick is out. It's going to make them freeze. That always that reminds me. I used to always say that if I ever robbed a bank, I'd do it topless because nobody would be looking at my face. <laughs> that's a pretty good move. Nobody you gotta wear a mask you. and your tits yeah, that's out. A good move. Plus, yeah. you know you're gonna get your own show on Netflix, a documentary. Two yeah. Long, two oh, weeks. of course. Yeah. <laughs> the tit heist. Tim, how many fights are you getting into where another man's asshole is accessible? Is just the question <laughs> I have. That's true. What are you digging your hand in the back of their jeans? <laughs> Well, no, that's where you take the knife out, and you put a hole in the back of their jeans, and then you put your finger. Tim, you've got a knife. You don't need to put your finger in no, there. No, that, that, no, 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 no. See, that takes it up a level. That's, then that's uh, attempted murder. Okay, so you'll you just take attempted rape. Yeah. <laughs> Sexual assault. It's, in New York, it's kind of a gray area. Uh, rape? Okay. <laughs> Sticking a finger up somebody's ass during a fight. Let's not turn this rape into a homicide. <laughs> God damn. The, the wonderful things that happen in your mind. I swear. So one of the better ones I heard, though, is um, Stephen Fry, if you're familiar with him, mm-hmm. is a, a, a gay man in the UK. And I only say he's gay for this is because he was uh, bullied pretty badly when he was a kid. And his move that he came up with when, when kids were wrestling with him and beating him up was he, he would say, uh, please stop, please stop, I might get an erection. Oh. 
No, <laughs> see, like, no, you see, never mind. what you got to do, you got to take it up. You don't even say, I might. You have to say, I'm getting an erection. <laughs> yeah, but you got to look them in the eyes when you say, I'm getting an erection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So he's being a big baby about the fucking knife, and she pulls it out of his chest. And she drags his ass off, like, all right, you stay here. I'm going to go get this axe real quick. And uh, you just hang tight. Cool. Leaves. Cellar door pops open. The old witch just drags his ass down. And she looks like she's eating him like a snake, right? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. But we get the second of these crazy geysers of blood here. And oh my god. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she sprayed. Yeah, sprayed chunky blood fountain out of the fucking cellar. If you read the book, um, Bruce Campbell's autobiography, he gives the recipe for the blood. It's okay. camera syrup and like two like two parts red dye, one part blue dye or something like that. There's an actual recipe for it. Yeah, it's a pretty standard one, but this this blood, like a lot of it looks really watery too though. So if that's all Caro's syrup, man, that's that must have been hell to clean up. Yeah, he said they were all sticky and covered in bugs by the end of the day. Ugh. Yeah. So she's wrestling to pull his legs up out of there while this is taking place. I'm like, just just stop. Like, that's Yeah, just leave his ass. Just shove him further down there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You already <laughs> stabbed the guy. Now he's getting his top half fucking eaten off. So she turns. She's like, eh, never mind. This isn't working out too well. And just then, Evil Ash pops up. And you can see right there, he doesn't see her. He can't oh, really? tell she's right there until she makes a noise, oh, and then he moves in her direction. <laughs> right, right, okay, because of the, the stupid uh, contacts. Because and the contacts. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Huh. So then, but he, he just grabs her and just throws her ass into a wall. Breaks down like a big chunk of the fucking sheetrock in the wall. Goes over to her, but along the way to pick her or you know, to stoop down and kill her or whatever, he sees the necklace. The very necklace that he gave his lady. Love he, kills the demon. Yep, yep. In the end, it was love that defeated the beast, Tim. Because he Just turns easy. back to normal. Sort of. Well, to Bruce Campbell. I don't know about normal. Uh, and then... She's like, oh, well, that's something. Uh, well, I'm going to kill him anyway. Gets the axe, takes a couple swings at him. And he, I love this. He's like, look, look, I'm fucking okay now. Knock it off. And so she stops. She still comes at him. And goes one yes, more him. swing. Yeah, yeah, because she's smart. She's the yeah, smart she's one. <laughs> she's the Tim Yobo and Candace in this one. Like, you know, I don't fucking try. Except Worry for the pulling the knife out of bitch boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Worry about it later. There's already a lot of dead bodies. One more is not going to make a difference. Exactly. So they're like, all right, we got to get these fucking pages. So how are we going to do this? And finally, Ash is like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this shit. Let's go carve ourselves up a fucking witch. We head out to the shed and we get the, uh, the, the classic Sam Raimi, Ash getting montage. kitted up montage. Mm-hmm. And they don't explain it in this one, but in Army of Darkness, you do see he has engineering books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chemistry so, and engineering books. Yes, 
So here it's like, wait a minute, and a how speed is this? Reading course. Yeah, yeah. So here it's like, I don't know, man. This guy's forging like a cool thing to put around his chainsaw nub hand. And then he's got the little hook to put the chain in so he can just kind of punch it forward to pull it. And it's, it's a pretty good setup. Gets that all locked in place, fires up the chainsaw, puts down the shotgun, saws the barrel off, gives it the twirl, and we get the line. Groovy. Oh, it's so good. It is, it is. yeah. It's... Hey, it's... This is the part that he was born to play. Really? There's a reason why yeah, he I will agree. be doing conventions for the rest of his life, and probably even like maybe 10, 15 years after he's dead, they can still get him booking conventions. Yep. True. Yep. It's made for him because it's, you know, equal parts physical comedy, stupid, slapsticky, and him very tongue in cheekedly being a badass, you know? It's, I mean, even to the, the degree, yeah, you've got the three movies and then the TV series, which was very good, by the <laughs> it's way. It's very good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see the true sequel, the true continuation of the Evil Dead series, watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Maybe that should be up on the blood bank. We'll see. Hmm. If only we hmm. knew somebody. If only I knew how to get a hold of the guy that runs it. He's very, very hard to get in touch with, though. So I'll see what I can do. That's because nobody wants to talk to him. Doesn't he's he live in like, some kind of like fucking silo with his lizards? Yeah, he's got a bunch of lizards <laughs> and shit. He's in an abandoned missile silo. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. So they saw through the cellar door, kick it open, and Ash makes his way down. He finds one page, by the way. Then he starts walking tensely toward the door at the other end of the cellar. Big cellar, again, by the way. I would use a yeah. torch. Set something on fire and go down there with it, right? Yeah. Something. They, I mean, they don't have a flashlight. There had to have been, like, an oil lamp or something. I'm sure the power went out enough up there. Like, oh, whatever. Maybe they couldn't afford one in the budget. So he they open a skeleton. Up. And I'm like, whose skeleton is that? Oh, that's uh, Jake. Oh, that's true. That makes Eaten sense. Eaten and regurgitated. Yeah. Like picked yeah. clean. Yeah, nothing left but the bones, man. I mean, that the witch was down there for so long, she must have been fucking hungry. You know? Oh, However long since she the dad died. She <laughs> fucked him to death. Jesus Christ, Tim. So what the... Yeah, I don't want to know where the blood came from then. <laughs> death by snoo snoo. <laughs> No, uh, so not this them. new snoo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the cool skeleton falls on him. And he finds the pages sopping wet, like, clearly all fucked up. But I guess it was bound in human... Well, no, it was bound in human flesh. The pages weren't. Yeah, she was using his fucking toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. She was wiping the cum off, Tim. Oh, that was her foot uh, bag. Uh, 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 uh. Well, that's how you got to keep that skin book nice and fucking refreshed. Otherwise, it's going to really dry out. That's true. That's why he oh, has man. that look on his face. Like, stop coming on me. Look on its face, Tim. <laughs> hey, you had that book, Tim. <laughs> what fucking horrors has that book seen? Uh, fucking Vinko and Polly and all the Polly. all the crew. Vinko, well, there had to be a Polly. Striker. <laughs> striker. Stritchy and yeah. itchy and scratchy. Gitchy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now it's a great time to get the fuck out. Ash just backs out, 
kind of smart move, I guess, because nothing would have snuck behind him. Totally. Gets to the stairs, tosses the pages up from under the stairs, though, and the witch reaches out, grabs his ass, breaks the stairs, knocks him down, and upstairs, and he's reading it, right? Like, trying to do the recitation. And I didn't know she also could translate this. I mean, I they I did they... Uh, I guess she I had plenty of time on the, tra- on the plane, looking at the fucking pages in the glass uh, cover, right? Yeah, because I know her father was reading it phonetically. I don't know, was the, was the Necronomicon written, like, phonetically along with the original translation? Is this like like a new uh, uh, King James version of the Necronomicon uh, or something? It's a Necronomicon for dummies. Yeah, yeah, the annotated Necronomicon. Yeah. So, no, she starts reading it. Ash gets his ass kicked downstairs, and then the witch flies up, and now we get to see her full, true form. And she it's is hot. really hot. Oh, God, yeah. she. I mean, she looks like she could be um, in Hellraiser. Um, but, like, you know the fat, like, chatterer? Like, I could see Butter her ball. in... Cha- yeah, yeah. I, I could see those two being together, you know? <laughs> they, have, they, have a, they have a kind of a vibe, I, I think. Flies upstairs, grabs her daughter, who then, of course, stops reciting the, the words... Ash makes his way up the broken stairs, though, gives her a whistle and uh, say, come on, get some. And the fight's on. (laughs) Great fist fighting. Well, face fighting. Because the neck extension, claymation, distension into a weird fucking bird looking thing. It's making monkey noises. Well, monkey fucking hammerhead guy from Star Wars, the cantina. Yeah, I I vaguely remember the cantina scene. I remember it was like, I, I saw it and I was like, wow, this is a corny fucking guy. <laughs> the the guy who made this is a really fucking corny guy. So I, I could see this in the cantina scene, sure. But yeah, she's making all these monkey noises and talking about wanting to swallow Ash's soul again. So they duke it out for a while. And then... Annie turns it around and she starts singing some nursery rhymes of her own. And it's a distraction. The witch stops, turns, and looks over at Ash, or uh, looks over at Annie as Ash uh, carves her ass up. Cuts off the arms, cuts off the head. She starts deflating like a whoopee cushion. And again... (laughs) We needed that sound effect. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> sound. The old gas bag. Still, though, the head repeating the, I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Ash steps on the fucking head, pulls out the shoddy, says, swallow. Swallow this. Kablamo. And then, like, hell yeah. Then he puts on the sunglasses. He high fives the his T-Rex friend that he made. They jump off on the fucking Harley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good moment, if only, though. But remember, there's still the, uh, the evil in the woods. It's not just the witch's story, after all. 
So Andy starts reading more passages. I guess she's like, look, I did the first part. The evil's been made flesh. Now we got yeah, to do the second part. Yeah, now they have to open the portal. And open the portal, yeah. So at this point, the house is fucking rattling because this thing has been made flesh, and it's coming. And uh, I have the scary monster pokes its face in the door, and it looks very stupid. <laughs> um, I actually forgot about this part until I watched it again. Oh, I was so, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very corny. I mean, I love it. It looks dumb. Because we but... all love this movie. So the the, the one bad thing about it, we're all going to just try to forget, right? It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's largely pretty forgettable. I mean, they do some interesting stuff with it. Like they've got the heads of other people that it's killed uh, kind of sticking out of it. And again, it's in like a 2D style thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it does seem that way. But the heads do pop out, though, eventually. You see one of them pops out. Yeah, but it's a a very weird shot. I've never seen it before in any other fucking movie or anything. It literally looks like the camera's running up against like a fucking magazine or a poster. But then it fucking switches into 3D for some things that it does. It's got like a flat effect to it. It does. Everything looks flat for some reason. It kind of gives it an unreal, unrealness to it. I wonder how well, they did it that. kind of looks like maybe like that's how the beast, the evil thing, is seeing, or like just because the dimension is opening up, shit's getting fucked up. Yeah, maybe it's distorting. That makes sense. And pulling it and flattening everything, kind of. Maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they use like a weird lens on it or something. I'm not sure how they did it. It looks weird though, for sure. So yeah, the monster grabs Ash. She's trying to read the thing, but she gets stabbed in the back, Tim. Uh, Again, fucking knife. This fucking knife has stabbed zero deadites, right? It's just been stabbing humans. Maybe this is how you make more deadites. Maybe they never they didn't finish reading the book. That's true. That's true. You know, and we Jake didn't get a chance because the witch fucking humped him to death. I guess downstairs. Yep. She sucked so, him dry. Uh, she swallowed his soul and more. So, oh. <laughs> Maybe that's what swallowing your soul looks like. You just get left as fucking bones, like some sort of Mortal Kombat fatality. So, yeah. Best fatality fin- ever. Finish him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flawless victory, courtesy tap. Uh, it's, uh... Oh, and then the humiliation is when she spits it on your face. <laughs> yeah, if it gets in your eye, then it's toasty. <laughs> uh... Better than frothy. Oh, God. You get the old bandy straw out there, Tim. It's, I don't know. It's not that bad. So the portal starts opening up. Ash starts sawing the monster's fucking eye with a chainsaw. And she fucking pulls it together, though. Even though she got stabbed in the back with the knife by the fucking hand, she finishes the last few lines with her dying breath. And the portal begins sucking everything in. You see the fucking stupid car of his get sucked in, trees. I think I saw a pig fly by. It was ridiculous. Uh, there was an, The old witch was on a broomstick flying around. It was crazy. Yeah, there's a kid in the house. Yep, kid in the house. It was, it was fucking batshit, man. And the monster gets sucked up. Finally, everything's good and calm. The door shuts. And Ash is like, ah, man, we made it. We're okay now. Now nah, the door flies open again. The portal sucks him in. And for a minute, he's free-falling. 
falls and hits the ground simultaneously with his car, surrounded by the cast of medieval times. So they all immediately do not trust him. Tim, these are your kind of people, right? These These are the smart people, right? Yep. So they're like, oh, he's a deadite. Kill his ass. Surround him, and they go to kill him. But then what happens? A deadite. A giant flying bat dragon thing swoops in. Skyrim, you hack. (laughs) (laughs) He's taken Uh, prisoner, and a dragon lands and disrupts everything. And then you have to choose between the Stormcloaks and the Imperials. (laughs) And they both kind of suck. But it doesn't matter because you're the dragonborn. He's the chosen one. Just keep hitting A. Get past that fucking dialogue. I love that somebody actually made a mod for the PC version of it where you skip that entire intro. You just like wake up in a building. So good. Or I thought you were going to mention the mod where it's Randy Savage. That's also good. uh, As well as the one where the dragon is uh, replaced by Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, wow. (laughs) Fun stuff. So, yeah, he fucking domes the goddamn bat deadite with his shotgun. All the knights stop. They're like, well, we've never heard thunder come from a stick or something. And they're like, hail him who comes from the sky to deliver us from the deadites. And Ash is like, god damn it, no. It was yeah, fucking I like done. How, I like how the Sumerians or Kandarians or whatever. Yeah. It's just medieval England. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like an Arthurian kind of setting, but yeah, in a desert. And they zoom out and you see, you know, the it's basically the tapestry that was drawn in the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. So there this you go, even folks. holding up the arm with the fucking uh, chainsaw. <sighs> yep. And there you go, folks. That's it. That is Evil Dead 2. So clearly we all recommend it, but you've probably seen it multiple times. Um, If you're smart, you have. Yeah, no kidding. And if you haven't, go see it. I mean, we've spoiled it, but damn, it doesn't matter. It's really the story doesn't matter. I mean, if you're watching this. Yeah, exactly. That's the fun of it is the stupid practical effects. The, The acting is ridiculous but great with ash with the the physical comedy i mean bruce campbell nails it so i'm gonna say i'm gonna do the uh the old trick of anything else you'd recommend along with it something that kind of hits the same sweet spot for you and i'm gonna steal it follow it go ahead oh i'm sorry go ahead i'll let you if you have one well i was gonna say you could always follow it up with army of darkness or yeah. Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yep. That seems like the no-brainer. Yep. Any more to tack on to it, Tim? If not, I got uh, one. I would say definitely watch the first one. Yeah, Evil Dead. Yep. I mean, it's it's yeah much more. It's horror. different enough. They flipped it enough, right? That's yep. not gonna, it's not the same exact movie, but it's it's the same style movie. You got the same cast, basically, right? Same director. Or, or watch the remake because it's not bad. It's pretty. The remake oh, is it's good. Bad. No, no Tim, it's it's Come a on. different. Come on, why does you got to be a fucking drug addict? What's the point of that? That's yeah. what they do. That's the that's the point because they don't know if she's going through withdrawals and hallucinating or if right. the evil's real. I thought it was a put good her twist. in fucking rehab. This is like this is the equivalent of uh, calling up a psychic because your fucking sister's on fucking drugs. What's that gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's the equivalent of anti. Or leave her ass out in the can... woods and tell her if she don't fucking cold turkey herself, she's gonna die there. Well, she's yeah, going to die if she goes cold turkey without any help. 
That's a very good point, Candace. I would say go with Drag Me to Hell. It, oh, yeah. It hits Definitely the exact same notes completely, uh, but it's a little bit different. Like, thematically, I think it's a lot more horror if that's what you're looking for. Although it definitely has its fucking comedy moments, like the dinner scene. The cat. The cat. Oh, the fucking cat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think most good horror has at least one or two comic parts in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if if, if I'm laughing along with or at the characters, it raises the stakes. I care about Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So I think that about does it for this episode. Uh, anybody uh, going to be on anything they want to promote here, real quick? Maybe Tim. Uh, I know. I think September is going to be the month of yoga on the grind bin. Oh God! Another so month not of that. yoga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, then I'm I'm sure that uh, at some point I'll be on Daniel's podcast again. So keep an ear out yeah. for me. Let me know what that's like. Uh, I'm, I've been curious. I, you know, I really, until you said it the other day, I can't even believe it. That's right. What, what, did you, what did you do to Daniel? Where did you touch him? I don't know. I did up and smoke with, with him. I thought we had fun. I don't know. He uh, just can't Candace? find a, a movie that has mustaches and incest. I think that's the problem. Really? I think half of the mustache fucking movies have incest in them that he's picking. Oh, he picks some. There was no I incest in Exit to Eden. See, there's a mustache in that movie somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> if not, there's always taboo too, Tim. Uh, okay, Candace, what about you? Anything you want to plug? I, I going to be on Daniel's podcast. Okay, so just the like, regular in in August. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> well, I've got something doing, to plug. Then. We're going to be doing from dusk till dawn. Well, that's fun. a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Great yeah. movie. Oh, yep, shit. Yep. Better than Bordello hey, when, of Blood. I thought we were going to record me doing the fucking pussy speech. Yeah. You know what? We should record you doing that. I'll get you the dialogue for it. You just record it and then I'll ship it over to Daniel. There you go. Though I feel like I feel like Daniel's gonna wanna do it. So we'll we'll let him know. Yeah. So I uh, am going to be on the uh, Squick or Squee podcast hosted by Iago Faustus. Yes, yes, where we're turning the tables and I'm actually interviewing him. Um, oh, because I listened be to his, yeah, I listened to his show and I felt bad for him because, you know, he's into this thing. He's interviewing people about it, but there's no one to interview him. So why not? You get to hear more of me. If that's, uh, <laughs> well, that's you what you're looking Faustus. for. You can never go wrong with hearing Faustus. Very, very true. We were also talking at the end of that. We have to have him back on, man. We've got three movies lined up that, that we want him for. Oh so. boy. Nice. Yep. I'm betting uh, something with, um, hmm, what's that guy's name? Cronenberg? Um, Videodrome. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were talking Existence. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was between that and Naked Lunch. I think Existence is the way to go, though. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. So Jennifer Jason Lee. Yep. Yep. Jude Law. Fantastic. Well, yeah. Oh, God. Fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. That's right. So tune in for that coming up one of these days. Uh, what uh, we have coming up for the rest of our guts here, folks. Do you guys know what the next one is? Don't it's say uh, it if you do. That, uh, is it I saw it on alive? the schedule. No, isn't it? Yeah. No. Why do I want to say the intruder or prowler? Oh, it's the prowler. Yeah, okay. it's the prowler. So yeah, tune in to us uh, next week. We're going to be talking about the prowler. Um, this is one that... 
our guest has been harassing me about. So hopefully, hopefully it's fun. No more harassing. <laughs> yep. And if, if, uh, if it's not fun, then it's your fault. I'm going to blame you. You know who you are. But until uh, well, then, then, you know folks, what? Everybody should go on iTunes right now and give us a five-star review if they don't want to join the Patreon before that episode comes out and then you don't want to give us a five-star review. Yeah, and I should point out, maybe you should join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bloodybits where uh, for as little as $10 a month, you get access to all of our bonus episodes and the Blood Bank. But for five a month, you just get the bonus episodes, which I've got one almost finished editing where we cover tales from the crypt Demon Knight. One of our fucking favorite films, yeah. man. Oh, that's the one that Candace was like, I mean, literally gushing over. Yeah, we had to oh, keep yeah. taking breaks for her to mop up. It was... <laughs> it was every Zane. time Woo. we get to Billy Zane's part, she's like, oh, hold on, guys, I need, I need to take a break. I'll be right back. Every fucking time. And I just heard... That's because I was like, drunk when I recorded that. You get a drunk Candace on that one. Ah, so like at least every other episode, one of us is going to be drunk. I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> I don't know if my liver could survive that. Yeah, that might be uh, that might be too much. Well, we'll all end up in the same rehab facility together then. But until <laughs> then, this is how we end it. <laughs>